Who didn't own Chinny was a beatboxer. Uh, did did Dougie Fresh join the show just now? I don't think he did. And then man. Get down. Do the bender. Alright, are we ready? <laughs> I was just getting going. Yeah, this is this classical musician playing the Tetris theme. Let's just bloody do this. Welcome to show 153 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 153. Do you know what? I'm just going to make a of noise. You have to talk over. Jesus Christ. I thought oh, that he's definitely finished at that point. He's definitely... Oh, no, he hasn't. Jesus Christ. Honestly. All right, introduce people. Nice. Right. We have me, the daddy. Yay. There you go, you like that? You like that? I kind like of bit that. of gravitas. I bit of gravitas. Yeah, yeah. And we have uh, the Duke. Yay! Oh, and there's also Chini as well, I think. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. So, how is everyone? Right. Chilling. Trying to get paid. Another week, another yeah, load of games. I'm freaking ragged. Grades were due today, but I was at a workshop all day, so I had to have them done yesterday. Right. I've been so, around, writing um, papers, going to the conference, coming home, getting things ready for the show, letting the dog out. Man, who let who who let the dog Stop out? That Mitt Romney. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Who let the dogs out? Isn't it not dog? But I guess in your case, it's just it's a just singular. one dog. In my case, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was sort of right. Right. Oh, so that's what you've been doing. Have you? What about you? Chini? How excited? <laughs> Wow. Oh, really? Is that a pregnant pause? Is it just... Very nice. Who's pregnant? <laughs> what? A pregnant pause? Or has he just not done anything? <laughs> no, yeah. really. Um, um, tell us one exciting thing you've done since last we spoke. Yeah, I like that. I like that. One exciting thing. Exciting thing. Done. You don't sound very excited. Just shush, do and let him talk. Go ahead, Chini. Yeah, Gotta think about this. Uh, no, don't think. Just tell us one thing that's happened. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I met Barack Obama. Really? That is kind of exciting. Yeah, about that. Did you have him over to your house? Yeah. Well, he kept on ringing me and saying, um, <laughs> you know, when are you going to come over? And I was like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, and he says, then it's... And he said, um, well, I haven't even told you what date it is. And he says, well, what date is it? And he said, Tuesday, <laughs> I said, I'm busy. 
Uh, <laughs> okay about tended it, to be someone from the royal family, and then you got the nurse on the phone, and then well, no. at her at least. Oh God, that's so heartbreaking. That's terrible, man. Terrible. That is not something to make fun of. No, it's just. I think it's pathetic that. Uh, I mean, look, look, I'm, I'm a big impressed. fan of crank phone calls. I love the Jerky Boys, the Musacha tapes, you know, even Neil Hamburger. But and so I don't know if I can say like it's to blame the people who made the crank call were to blame. You know what I mean? Well, who else is to blame? The media, because they made her feel so horrible that she released the data. True. That's true. But if they hadn't have done that call in the first place, it's there wouldn't have been any it's media. True. But I have no idea what you're talking about. You haven't heard about this. You want no. to tell them, Stu? No. Wow, really? Already. Here's the thing. There are these Australian DJs who made a crank call to the hospital where Kate, what's her name is? Princess Kate. Right. And so they were like doing this. Apparently, I haven't heard it, but apparently it's like a really fake queen accent. I need information about Kate. And there are these fake corgis in the background. I'm, Prince, I'm someone pretending to be Prince Charles. Yeah, right. shut the corgis up. And the woman was thought it was actually someone from the royal family. So she was like, oh, let me get you the information. And she released some information that she shouldn't have done. And there was a big scandal. And then the nurse committed suicide. <gasps> well, it was actually, just to clarify, it, it wasn't the nurse who gave the information who committed suicide. Really? It was the nurse who, no, it was the nurse who put the call through to the ward who, who committed suicide. Oh, my God. It's just so yeah. horrible. Yeah. Terrible. Well, so that's the end of the show, everyone. Thanks for listening. You know what? We're starting off on a high note. Yes, thank you. You know what the worst thing? The worst thing about it was these two DJs, they, they thought it was the coolest prank they'd ever pulled off and they were all over the news and the the like radio station website was saying, like, you know, biggest prank in history well, and well, all this kind of stuff. that's what they want. They want to get that oh, yeah. sucker someone in to make them think that they're really who they say they are. Because that happened with Sarah Palin. You remember that? When some DJ in Canada was like, uh, this is from the Canadian Prime Minister's office or whatever yeah but and that's that's the that's the goal you really that's when you know you've succeeded with a prank phone call but true and so i don't know that i would necessarily again i have trouble blaming the people who made the call because it's well, meant to just be a bit of fun but here's the thing because the duchess was like i don't understand why the nurse took it so hard and i was trying this is my thought you should tell me what you think my sense is that if you're working for the royal family that's like a sacred trust and you should never violate that sort of thing I think there's there's partly that, but also no, there's this thing that. called there's this thing called confidentiality, and obviously yeah. you know I, I think I think it would be more the reason why she killed herself would be more because she's in the shit now. No, not, no, no, not no. So, like, like the media's got a stamp on her big time. We don't know that, and, but, but that was that's true in other places as well. And people don't commit suicide because they fell victim to a. Oh yeah, but phone. you don't you don't know what what else she had going on in her life. No, you don't. Yeah, we don't that's know. true. That's very true. We don't know what was going on. Right. I'm sorry I brought it up. We should move on. I'd like, I'd like to lift the show, but just at the moment, I can't. I can't. Because there's been some more sadness going on this week as well. Oh, no. Um, yeah, Sir Patrick Moore has died. Oh, that's true. Aged 89. Bless him. That's, that's right. And I also, know that because of Carl Pilkington. Yeah. And also, uh, Games Master, Presenter, yep. Extraordinaire. Yeah. So that is, is it video game related, but it's kind of sad, so we need to pay a little bit of respect, because he is a legend, or was a legend. There's a video on, uh, I was on Reddit, uh, the day. it's a, it's a thing. It's addictive, isn't it? It's a, it's a thing on the internet, I'm, I'm barely on there, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a <laughs> video of... Four hours a day on there, whereas most of us spend five. Patrick Moore, uh, eating, uh, space-related snacks. 
so he, he, I mean, he, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, to be honest. And uh, he, he clearly getting on. Uh, but he had like space invaders. Uh, he had flying saucers. He had a Mars bar, a Milky Way, um, all sorts of like um, like what are those like space rocks or whatever. Uh, uh, oh, what space stuff? What the, the stuff that crackles? Yeah, when you he had them. He, he liked them once. Sort of die. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. He, he I, basically said um, uh, some of it's nice, some of it's not, but uh, you can keep it. Uh, so that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember that getting banned when I was a kid. <laughs> you can't eat that, it'll make your brain frazzle. Yeah, it'll make your yeah. stomach explode. Um but I've I've done something exciting since last week's show. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. I have got my new PC doing this now. So you're recording this show on your new PC. I am. Oh. I am. Now, I have to say, it's fair to say. It does sound like a small Hoover, um, because it's got so many bloody fans on it. But so you're not water cooling? No, no. What but the hell is wrong with you? It's got a lot of fans on it. Um, so I thought I'd just give a quick sort of how did it go? Oh god, come off! Was it not difficult? The only oh. thing I want to know is this: Are you playing Skyrim on there right now? Not at the moment. Ooh, why not? You can have mods yeah, going. You could play Big Bad Daddy's mod, and you're not. It's like no, spinning. You know what I'd love? You know what I'd love right now. If Stu said, we've been playing Fallout 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This game is awesome! Do you know, funnily, funnily, <laughs> only today, I, I did think about putting Skyrim back in the fall. Do you know what? I, I should get back into that, because I did enjoy it. You know, I do you like it. You know what, it. though? What's strange about that? I've been kind of getting the Skyrim itch lately. Yeah, I have. I have you know what it is as well? I think it's because... I think it's because it's coming up to Christmas, right? Wait, Stu, wait till it goes on sale on the Steam sale for Christmas, and then you can get it like $5 or something. There's something about, like, Skyrim and Christmas, maybe, that I I relate to each other. Uh, I I feel like, I I, I was looking the other day about, uh, like, how much Skyrim is just to buy off Amazon, so I could just have it, and then I can play it over Christmas. Um, I don't know why, but... Because there's no snow everywhere. I've just started to think about it again, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just like you say, that Skyrim itch. But, here's the thing. So, right, all my stuff came. Right, I'm obviously. just going to pop off for like whatever. Yeah, I'll tell you when it gets done. Right, Go right, ahead, right. Chinny. Wait. Right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. All all the stuff came, right? And I'm like, oh, got all my stuff. How so many I went components round in total? Uh, not that many. Not that many. All together, there was one, two, three, four, five, about six. Only about six plus a case. All right. So not not a whole lot. Uh, and anyway, so I went, I went round to my mate's house, who's like, you know, the PC expert, because obviously that isn't me. Yeah. I just sort of, you know, have a go sort of thing. Um, but anyway, right, I thought, oh, it's going to take a while. This guess how long it took to actually build the computer to put it all together so it was ready. Just 45 minutes. That was it. That's 45. That's a long time for me. I'm used to ra- I'm pl- I'm pull it out of the packaging and plug it in and play. Yeah, but that's that's not a long time building one though from scratch with all your bits. But it's, they're sure. all right there. Yeah, I guess. And then, and then on top of that, it took about fifteen minutes to put the operating system on. And then once that was done, it was done. Uh, unfortunately, when I got it home, it took me about another hour and a half to put everything I needed back on it. So that took some time. You know, downloading Pamela again and Skype and Firefox and every other. So you don't program. have two computers going. No, God, no. No, 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 no. You have one for recording the podcast, one for playing games? No, bollocks to that. Um, but I'll tell you what, 
It is super fast. Oh my god, right? Uh, don't get me wrong, I definitely need another graphics card if I'm really going to push it as a gaming machine because my graphics card just does not cut the mustard. Um, I tried it. You're going to get another graphics card? I think I'm going to have to, to be honest. I think you, mate, mate, you don't want a fucking Ferrari with a Ford engine, do you? You know what I mean? Exactly, Jeez. I agree. I agree. I mean, I've got a freaking 6 core I mean, process. I don't agree with all this PC bollocks, but if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I've got to do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get another graphics card at some point. This but bollocks. but honestly to God, right? It takes. This is literally true, and I don't know, you know, what, how fast a Mac uh, boots up. But this to boot this up so that you can use it, it takes 35 seconds. Right, um, I've got I've got a MacBook yeah. Pro here. Yeah. All right. Shall I, shall I time it? Yeah, you can do. Right, you can do. All right. Um. Yeah. So I'm just shutting it down. Right. Here we go. It's just shut down. So press the on button. Yeah. Now. Go. Oh. And it's up already. Oh, that's fair. Oh, my God. And then the Apple logo's there. Yeah. yeah. Then... Wow. This is good. Po- this is good podcasting. This is, this it is the longer most riveting podcast ago. ever. <laughs> uh... Aren't you glad you took anyway, in just to the show? show. This week, because we've got what you want <laughs> from. Apart from the processor, I think that's more down to the to the solid state hard drive I've got in it, um, which obviously is just so. I mean, just navigating between them is almost. Oh, there you go. How long was that? Then? I don't know. <laughs> Damn it! No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I just kind of forgot about that part. For several I, seconds. Is how people long who it... listen to the show can see the time. Yeah, they can. Yeah. We can send independent uh, verification from different sources how many seconds it took, how many nanoseconds. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it suffice to say it's extremely quick. Look, you in bed. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I. Like <laughs> you know, an extra ten seconds on top of that. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, it's, graphics can't. I know. I'm very impressed. What is that rattling you noise? Swapping I bottle caps over there. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I'm buying stuff in Fallout. I'm eating spaghetti. I'm almost done. I'll I'll mute myself. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. I'm just, I'm fairly impressed. I've got to say. But anyway, so I thought I'll try Metro 2033 because that's a fairly intensive game. You know, to see what it goes like. And don't worry, I'll listeners. Be honest with you. Don't worry, listeners. I'm still not a PC gamer. Not yet. But anyway, right. So I thought. So yeah. Metro so I'll put it on. I put it on high settings. I put it on high settings, and yeah, I I reckon I'd be lucky if I was hitting ten or fifteen frames a second on on those settings. On a brand new computer, well, a game that's a year and a half old. Graphics card, I tell you, it was my gosh, graphics card. I know. Well, I've got to get you know. I'm sorry, Stu, to take this out on you because it's not on you. It's on the people who are like, you should build your own PC. You should build your own PC. Because I go. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to learn all sorts of things about all the details and all the different kinds. No, you don't. It's simple. No, it's not. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty simple. Stuff. Uh, it was really simple. The only thing I would say, right, building it. If you're gonna build your own, and anyone out there who's gonna have a go at this, right, it's fine until you have to install your operating system. And also, because I've got a slave drive, right, because I've got two hard drives right. in it, I've got a stand. Yeah, I've got my. Uh, 128 gig for my operating system and all my program files and games and stuff, right? And then I've got a terabyte one for sort of stuff like this. So I've got the folder for this is on my terabyte one for recording and putting anything else on, you know, for storage and stuff. But when you, 
going to your BIOS, right? You've got to, before you install your operating system, you've got to not have your slave drive connected in case it installs the operating system on the wrong drive, if that makes any sense. Now, that wouldn't apply if you just had the single drive in it because I wanted mine to be a lot quicker. You know, I've got a solid state and a, a normal one in it. But I'll tell you what, for 322 quid, it's an absolute bloody bargain because I've had a look on PC World, right? And for the same amount of money... Right, you can you can just about get yourself a dual core processor, uh, with Windows 8, four gigabytes of memory, and a terabyte hard drive, and a, a sort of bog standard graphics card, for yeah. the same money, same money. So I'll tell you what, it does pay, and I'll tell you what, it looks cool. It's blue. It just glows blue. It's like a glowing in the dark. Hundred dollars right there, wasn't it? Can you make it glow blue? It's even got right. It's even got on the front. It's got a little dial on the front that tells you the temperature of your processor. Yes. So it tells. Because you don't know if it's going to overheat and stuff. You know what? You know what? Also, does that my hand? <laughs> yeah. How much but my yeah, hand I'll... costs? Nothing. <laughs> but anyway, suffice to say, uh, there'll be a new graphics card, possibly for Christmas, coming. So you know, from I've getting some Please, cash Shanta, off a couple of other relatives. Can I have a graphics yeah. card? What the fuck is a graphics card? I know, yeah. Why doesn't anybody relatives. want a toy train anymore? I have seen one that's reduced from 179 quid to about 100 pounds. That I looks pretty and great. Yeah. With Great reviews, so yeah, that's going to be banging in there, I reckon. So you're uh, excited about graphics cards, huh, Stu? I know, but I've got the bug, man. I've got, I've got the bug, though. I look at it now, and I look. At, I'm sat here looking at it and going, "God, how could I built that?" Sort of no, you how didn't. Is that someone else I built did. it for you? Do you know what though? Right, I thought it was going to be plugged part of it in. No, I thought it was going to be massively complicated, but all the sockets around the edge of the motherboard, and most of the things you have to plug in them are the shape of the socket, so there's very little. It's like plug and play, and everything's labelled. You know, the case came, all the wires were labelled as to where they were meant to be going. The motherboard, yeah, the motherboard sort of manual had all the sort of which sockets were for what, so you could pretty much do it yourself without too much of a problem, to be honest. And when, I mean, I've got to say, though, when we turned it on and it worked, it was like, yes, it works, it's doing it. Yeah, very impressed. Gotta say, massively impressed. So uh, I'm glad it's yeah for you. It looks good. It looks good, man. I feel like I've got a proper PC now, like a really good PC. And Windows, yeah, no graphics card. It's not shit, but it just can't run top end. Had a graphics school of graphics cards, and it went to school with all the other graphics cards. It would get bullied. <laughs> anyway, talking of games, I have been in between all of that stuff. I have played some games. Oh, as well, thank so God. We talk about. I know we should talk about that, shouldn't we? Yeah. People want to know. People want to know. So, show. It's the Stuart show. If along the way we could talk about some games, that would be fine. But mostly, okay. I think what people want is graphics card, PC update. Absolutely. Anyway, that aside, and I will try not to talk about it too much next week, you know, because you know, it's done now. It's done. Yeah, next week you'll have 100 games from Steam you're playing. But I'll jump right to the games, at least. As promised, I will be doing a bit of a blog post just to go through it in a bit more detail if anyone else wants to have a diddle out. Zero views. Uh, That's good to know what people, you know, if people are interested in doing their own, they can see what you can and be like, i got to make sure I don't get that graphics card. (laughs) Because I am a total layman, you know, I have no idea. Uh, Emphasis on the lame. (laughs) Anyway, more Far Cry 3, right, but... I've had a bit of a revelation this week with Far Cry. You don't love it as much as you did. No, no, nothing nothing to do with me playing the game. But, like, you know, as we've said before and, and on many occasions, views are subjective. You know, what we think about something, someone else doesn't think. And 
I couldn't think of a possible reason someone wouldn't like this game. Oh, but you had an argument with Stulek, didn't you, about... Not an argument. No, 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 well, no. He no, just no, agreed I... with you. No, he the just sort of said... Reason. This is why I don't love it. But... I didn't even see what... It also comes down to the fact that maybe the game doesn't show you very well how to do stuff. And it, 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 I guess it sort of doesn't, but I never found that a problem, whereas Stulek did... Because he had to do a mission with a knife and didn't realise it was like Call of Duty where you're clicking the, you know, the stick and that's how you do your knife stuff. So he didn't realise that was... So he was looking in his inventory for a knife and he hadn't got one. So then he was like, I can't even do this mission because I haven't got a knife, but he has a knife. You always have a knife, but you just have to push the stick in. Correct. Call that a knife. But then someone said, well, it's just the same... spoon. Someone said the same as Call of Duty. And then he said, well, I've never really played Call of Duty. So... You make assumptions, don't you, that people will just automatically understand that stuff. If you're a racist, you do. I don't make those assumptions. <laughs> I don't think racism has anything, racist. <laughs> anything to do with it. You're racist for other reasons. But we've <laughs> we've tried our best to help him out as much as we can, give him as much advice as possible. And to anyone out there, you know, I I think this game is awesome, and I still love it, and I'm still having a lot of fun with it. And, yeah, I mean... Last week I said I found it hard to think of anything I didn't like about it. This week I found a couple of things because I've obviously spent a bit more time here. But again, they're so minor. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What game are you talking about? I'm only joking. I'm only joking. So, yeah, one of the things is there's that old age issue of computer AI characters, every single one of them knowing exactly where you are the moment you shoot your eyes. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. So and they can shoot you from across the map and still hit you pretty much. Yeah. So that's that's with iron annoying. sights. Correct. Another issue, and this is I, I've, I've I don't know whether had I unlocked the bow and arrow last week when we were talking nope. about it. Oh. oh my god, that is just so awesome that weapon. I love it because it's it, for stealth kills. It's just really you can hide like in a tree or on a on a hillside and just take guards out without anyone else knowing you've done it because it's silent. And then you can go and collect your arrows back. Which is just brill, so you don't barely ever have to buy any ammo for it. But this is where the issue is. So let's say there's a guard patrolling on a rooftop. So you take him out silently with your bow and arrow, you know, one shot kill, he dies. Within ten seconds, a guard comes to investigate for no reason. So you know, so the it's guy just like, die. Well, he doesn't. That's the point. Didn't I didn't hear he saw this, buddy. He saw his. No, if you don't, he did not yeah. see it. No, no one saw it. No one saw it. And I found out something I didn't know, and this is where I guess the game doesn't teach you very well, because you have a camera. What I didn't realise is if you zoom in on any of the guards, it highlights them for you, so you then can see them through walls and stuff, so you know where they're moving to. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which makes a huge difference. But you have to have line of sight with them to begin with, but once you've got them on your camera, they, it stays that way, and the same with animals as well. Um, so that's really cool. But again, it doesn't really teach you that very well and either I just missed it along the way or only figured it out a bit later on that I could do that and obviously when you're doing sort of more stealthy stuff you need to know where the guards are at all times pretty much so if you can you know clock as many as you can but at the moment what I have in my arsenal when I go out I have a sniper rifle I have the bow and arrow and oh my god the flamethrower oh my god I'm back again and that thing is seriously I'd forgotten about just be careful in Far Cry 3 and 2 obviously did the same thing because fire is pretty much reacts like it would do in real life. If there's something to burn, it will spread to whatever it is and carry on burning. Yeah. And I, a couple of times I've killed myself by setting myself on fire by mistake getting caught up in the, in the bush fire or whatever. So that's happened. Yeah. I've had some cool 
things where I've been killed, I was stalking some goats so to get some goat skin. Obviously. And unbeknownst to me, a leopard was stalking me. So, so, so I'm, and then, honestly, you shit your pants. When you hear that growl behind you in the game, obviously, with the surround sound there, right? This growl, I'm like, oh crap. Turn around and there's like a leopard stood about three feet from me waiting to kill me. And pretty much more often than not, you do get killed. I mean, them things are vicious. Um, so that happens. But I've seen so many cool things. Like, I was up a tower, and again, I saw a leopard, and it was hunting an antelope, and it was stalking it in the forest. Chased it out onto the beach, eventually chased it down, killed it, and then it was sort of nudging it like a real animal would. And I'm just like, how cool is that? Because it's it's almost like, you know, when we've talked about GTA in the past, and you're always sort of like, would that stuff be going on if I wasn't there? Yeah. And it does that. It makes you feel like that stuff would be happening whether you saw it or not. You know, that would just happen, happen to be happening. If I had to be not, you know, looking in that direction, I would never have seen it. And that, to me, is like what makes that game. So it just feels so. Everything feels so alive. It's an and organic world. Yeah, you can use existing even if you're not in the middle of it. Great. And I, I don't know how good the story is because I'll be honest. I've just been unlocking towers. Taking yeah, that's a good sign because that's like when Assassin's Creed Two first got started. I was like, yeah, who cares about the story? I just want to go do fun things. I think it's partly that, and also. Every, Everything is useful for something. Yeah. So to you know, unlocking all the towers unlocks all the weapons in the right. shop, so you don't right. have to pay for them. So you can so do the like, story more easily if you get powered up. Right, and it is almost like you need to do the groundwork first. You know, get some control points. Um, the hardest thing I'm trying to get some shark skin at the moment to get my last weapon unlocked, so I can have four weapons at a time. Oh I'm my sorry, god! How does that hard. relate to shark skin? Because you have to have shark skin to upgrade your weapon holder. Come on, dude. Okay. That, that's what I said. Everything has a purpose. Hunting has a purpose. Towers have a purpose. Control points. Everything, right? So I thought the best way to do it, I'll get a bow. And the trouble is, though, there's always guards patrolling the sea as well. So even when you're trying to hunt sharks, you're getting attacked by guards sometimes because they'll spot you and then come after you. Yeah. Um, but the sharks, you can, again, you can take, you know, get your camera out and then you can see them under the water. So I was using my sniper rifle to sort of shoot them in the water. Right. Then, but the trouble is, they sink to the bottom. So as soon as you dive in, you've got to get to them before they've hit the bottom of the ocean. Otherwise, you drown trying to get the skin off them before you can get back to the surface. So I haven't quite managed to get one yet. So I'm trying my best, but honestly, God, it is really hard work uh, getting shark skin. But I'm trying. I'm getting there. But it's just I've got to get the timing right. You know, dive in almost as soon as I've. But the trouble is, whilst you kill one, there might be two or three others in the same area. So then you've got to be aware that you may get eaten by them at the same time. Yeah. It's not the easiest. Of... I'm playing on easy because I just want to sort of enjoy the game. But even on easy, it's a tough game. I've heard this uh, game is pretty tough. I could imagine on normal it's super hard because even on easy, I you die so. You've been playing stealthily or Mr. Guns yes. Blazing. No, no, I've been. If you go Mr. Guns Blazing more often than not, you die pretty quickly. How is Mr. Guns Blazing? I think you could do that, but you'd but have to level. How is he? He's alright. You'd have to Did level up the right. You'd have to like to. <laughs> you'd have to level up the right parts of your skill tree to mm. to do Mr. Guns Blazing. Um, but no, I'm liking the selfie stuff. To be honest, it's another sort of dishonored type of gameplay for me. I'm liking creeping around, taking people out quietly. It's going to be. Is this off. potential game of the year? It still is. It's still numbering amongst it, but The Walking Dead just keeps on coming back. Yeah, well, it's somewhere at the, the VGAs. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, amazing. Yeah, very, very happy with the VGAs and the way that went, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been interesting had this been in the mix. 
you know, this had sort of come out a bit sooner and they had this in the mix. problem with the, with the December launch, don't you miss out on a lot? Yeah, yeah but honestly, I'd, I'd, you know, even with Stu Lex reservations and the fact he doesn't like it, I, I still think most people who like a good first-person shooter and open world and RPGs will, will love this game. And I, I really don't know how you would classify it anymore. You know, it's hard sure. to classify these games. Yeah, but... It isn't. It is. It is a shooter, but it's also RPG-ish. It's also an action adventure. Because game genres are really blending lately, man. Slap a labels belong on soup cans. But I'm still not convinced you like it, Duke. I don't know. I still think you'd find it a bit irritating with all the stealth you have to do. You've got to do a lot of sneaking around to really get the the easiest way around it. There was some of that in Far Cry 2, and I loved Far Cry 2, so. Oh, you'll be fine with it then. I, I just love one of, one of my favourite. I took out, I was really struggling with a, a post and I just couldn't do it. And there's bloody, there were tigers patrolling all around it. So every time I was sneaking around, I was getting killed by them and it was really pissing me off, right? So I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sneak into the camp and I'm just going to use rocks. So I basically just kept throwing rocks in different places to distract the guards so they'd come over and check it out. Then I'd stab them, hide the body. And then I'd just do the next one until eventually there was only one guard left on it. It was a bit like that, and then I took him out, and I got a—I think I got a, an achievement for doing that without alerting anybody. So that was kind of cool, and you get a bigger bonus on your XP as well if you don't alert any of the guards when you're taking them all out. So does it, again, it gives you a, a motivation for doing it that way because you get like bigger points, so you can level up your character a bit quicker. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it, still loving it as much. So yeah, I, I can only recommend it really if you like shooters and stuff. Um, and I've played a couple of demos. So I played Nino Kuni. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's the one from the dude who did uh, Spirited Away. Yes, it, it looks that. it looks a lot like that. It looks a lot like Eternal Sonata in art style. Well, we won't hold that against it. No, because Eternal Sonata looked great. It looked great. Know. It wasn't a great yeah. game. Well, no, it wasn't. This is well. I was going to say this is similar. I think yeah. this is very similar. The fighting mechanics are very similar. It's that sort of real time fighting, but turn based. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. It's, I didn't so it's find the combat in Eternal Sonata. It yeah, was really it's very similar. Me off. So I'm not opposed to it, right? But playing the demo is a bit weird because you, you get a choice of which character you fight with. Oh yeah. So when you're when you go into like the, the the demo starts off with a boss fight basically yeah and it gives you a choice of the two characters and one's like this little weird thing like they have in all japanese games and one's you so i chose a little weird thing because that's the first one it gives you the choice of well i died every single time couldn't work out how to do it it has this interesting system of attack and defense so when you see the the thing you're fighting go, going to do a super you know a super attack or whatever, you can change the defense then, and then obviously it deflects the blast. But each move has a time attached to it. So when you're attacking, you attack for like ten seconds or something like that. But you can't switch until that timer runs out. So if the thing you're fighting goes into a super attack, there's nothing you can do to stop that happening. Mm. So you've got to think about all the time how you do that. So I was really struggling. I'm, I was going to the point of like, I'm just going to turn this off now because it's cack. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> the combat. And then I fought with the main character and suddenly you had spells open up to you that I didn't have as the other character, which I could heal myself and do super attacks and stuff with my spells. And it was like a completely different game. It was like suddenly I, I knew what I was doing. So... Yeah, I don't know. I might, I might like it. It's, it's a nice looking game. I've got to say, art wise, yeah. it looks, it does look beautiful, and the animations are great in it. Gameplay didn't wow you. 
Well, the gameplay didn't wow me, but I reckon it would grow on me if I gave it a chance. So I'm not, I'm not saying definitely no to Nino Cooney. So, Call me, maybe. On the other hand, oh. I played the DMC demo. I played what? that. Uh, oh, yeah. Devil oh, I, I couldn't get. I couldn't get a feeling for that at all. The, you know what? I really like the combat of it, but the platforming is so dumb. Well, I was opposite. I didn't like. I didn't like all this. I know. I didn't like all this multi-button stuff. Oh, Everything so had two. Cool. It was all about looking cool when you kill people. It did it look cool. So but... cool when you killing people. Yeah, but two buttons for every freaking move, and like, oh, why can't you just have to use two buttons? You just shoot them to death if you want. Now the problem I, is that they're grading you the whole time. So yeah. you kill somebody, D. You're like, what the fuck, you man? <laughs> now you know how he feels, Duke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see, you think it looks cool, but then it scores you and goes, "You are crap." Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's annoying. I agree with that. I don't know. It, it, I I agree with Chini's right assessment, Tommy. I agree with Chini's assessment that it it feels like a Western Japanese game. Yeah. You know, because that's what Chini said. He said it, it looks like a Japanese game. I mean, it sort of plays it's like a Japanese, a Japanese game. game through and through. But it's not. You know, it's not made by a Japanese developer but, at all. But this button combo is to move the blue glowing balls, and then the other combo is for red glowing balls and all that. Yeah, exactly. It's so stupid. And the the story is just ludicrous. The city is attacking me, and like the walls of the building are like, I'm gonna get you. Really? The city is attacking me, huh? Mm-hmm. Really? And I did fall really? off a couple of times as well. And well I get it does, because it's so right. stupid. It's not just like jump here. It's like, pull the blue wall toward you. Well, what's weird, right? Obviously, um, Enslaved went the exact opposite way. So, you you know, you could, you literally couldn't fall off stuff. Uh, whereas this is like the exact opposite. This is like you, you just fall off everything as you're trying yeah. to jump from one place to another. <laughs> you know, double jumps. Oh, no. Need a double jump. Because <laughs> we could all jump in mid-air. Yep. Um, Wait a minute, you cannot talk about things not being realistic (laughs) if you're going to champion Azura's Wrath as your possible game. Yes, he's got you there, Stu. Yeah, but that's set in the realm of gods. It's not meant to be realistic. realm of demon spirits. Yeah, you're right, I guess. Hello? You got me, I can't argue, touche, whatever. Um, And then the only other thing I've played this week is Guess the Game. I tried Uh to play that. It's not compatible with my... Uh, oh, <laughs> Way to go, Chinny's friends! Well done, you really nailed that one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give some <laughs> constructive criticism here, right? So I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be totally honest about be this. Honest. Game. The, the bear in mind, they've already had constructive criticism, and they're working on an update today. No, it's, it's not so much about... I've had a couple of times when I've gone back into a screen and it shows that I haven't actually done any, even yeah, though I've done them. That's a fix that they're that's doing today. Fun. But that's a little bit... I'm not too fussed about that. That's fine, because it, it still works. It still clocks what I've done. Right. But but here's where I'd, I'd sort of give some constructive criticism. I feel that there should have been a more of a progression, because it feels a bit random each level. Right. Because what I think they should have done in the very first made them as easy as easy as pie, and then that way you feel a bit good about yourself because you managed to get them all right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas it seems to be a mixture of easy and hard on each level. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? I I I, I feel like it's missing some sort of progression. Like it could have started off easier and and progressed to harder as you went along. Yeah. Um. But that's the only real thing I've been enjoying. Millie's been playing with me. Believe it or not, oh, really? she's got games. Yeah. Yeah, she has unbelievable. She's got a few of them. She went, isn't that such and such a thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, so it is. I never played such and such game. 
Yeah. I, I like the Twitter. It. I like the Twitter integration that you can tweet it out and go, does anyone know what the hell this is? Because I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I've been reluctant to do that because I'm meant to know about games. So when I get yeah. stuck on one, I'm like, oh, I can't yeah, do I that. I don't like spamming people on my Twitter feed anyway. Yeah. Although if it's a question, that's oh. not too bad. But it would only tweet to the veteran gamers one because I don't have mine set up on my iPod anyway. So, oh, my iPad even. So that wouldn't have been very good anyway. So, but no, I like it. I like the simplicity of it. And I like how they've, you know, like Eco was kind of cool because it just looked like a tooth. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then it dawned on me, oh, Eco, that's what the hell that is. Yeah. Um, I like the clue system, although my coin seems to run out very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, and then Millie's going, use another coin. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm sure I should know that one. So it is, it definitely has that. I'm sure I know what that is. I'm not going to use a coin because I'm, I definitely know what it is. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think they've done a good little first game there. I yeah. Say. I mean, they're going to, uh, for people that don't know, these are friends of mine who've made this game. It's their very first game. It's just to kind of get something out there. They're working on a, let's, let's say a game game next time. Um, but, uh, this one is just to kind of get something on the, the, the app store and get, get it working. And, um, yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna do some update to it, and they're gonna bring it to the iPad as well. So they're they're gonna. They, they're, yeah, I mean, I mean to be honest with you, it works fine with the two times thing on the iPad anyway, which is what I'm doing. They're aware that um, some of the sound effects are annoying. They know that. I've never played it with the sound on, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> well, a lot of people turn it off straight away. So. <laughs> it's really uh, annoying. Sound effects become too obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You don't want you don't know how to do it, do you? you know. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so they're, they're they're working on a bit of an update for people that have kind of given constructive uh, feedback. Um, but uh, you leave a review on iTunes as well because that helps them a lot. Yeah, I must get it. I haven't done that yet, but I yeah, will be. That doing. does help them a, a like, like it helps us, Stuart, I, I suppose. Like you know, in, in so yeah, it's that they're working on that and they're they're working on another game which I've seen. Uh, so it's good. So talking of which, talking of which, um, Chini, can you get iTunes ready? Because that's the only thing I haven't reinstalled on my new computer, so I haven't got it. Okay. For the end of the and show. Have, yeah, and we have got a review uh, of right. someone who might have made a game that I've just been playing. Oh, really? <laughs> so if they're rad wrapped, you read it out oh, anyway. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so no, I like it. I think it just could have done with a little bit more progression, so it felt easy to begin with and gradually got harder. Because I, I have unlocked level four, so I have done enough to unlock that. And I've got nearly all of them on that. I did really well on level four, but I, I don't. How many do you have to unlock to get the next level unlocked? I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, because I've done over forty, but I, I obviously I haven't unlocked Maybe the next 60 one. Or something, I don't know. But it's going to be tough, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon it's, not it's, gonna... it's not easy. It's not easy. And some of them, is so I'm, I'm finding some of them really difficult. Some of the Nintendo stuff, obviously, I never yeah. had one, but I've got a few of those. Yeah, I've got a few of those, but I like to mix up of the pictures and the, just the letter or a, a logo without the logo on it and stuff like that. I like those. It's kind of cool. I like the way they've mixed it all up a bit. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty good. Sweet. Very good. Glad like, you're enjoying it. It's all right. It's free. You can't really exactly. complain for free. Can't complain. Can't complain for free. It's a bit of a distraction. Do you recommend it then, Stu? Do you recommend people get it? I would recommend it. The only the only problem you're gonna have is when you hit the wall and you can't think yeah, of any more well, and you then have to you can use your coins or whatever. Yeah, but you run out of them pretty quick. No, then you, then you need to do the Twitter thing, which I'm reluctant to do. Uh, what are you reluctant to do? Because you don't want people to know yeah. that, you, that you don't. Yeah, no, I don't freaking know what it is, because it'll be one of those that'll go, how stupid are you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's just you yeah. being the whole... And also, I'll be spamming the veteran gamers Twitter thing. Well, you, do, Twitter thing. you do it with like, no, not... Black Mesa crap before. Uh... It's game news. Anyway. 
So that's it for me this week. So coming over to you, Chinny, what have you been up to? Uh, I haven't been up to a lot. Played, a, of course, more Halo Wars, uh, because Halo Wars is the shit. Um, <laughs> oh, I've finished Assassin's Creed, as we know. Have you got any, any new strategies in Halo Wars? Well, we, we started, we got the, the people that made that game. We've got Matt convinced them to buy Halo Wars. <laughs> so we've started playing with them now. Um, yeah. So we, we're doing three on three matches, which is a bit of a new, new ball game, to be honest. If, so what you're saying is no new games are being made at Void Games currently. Yeah, yeah, they're working on they well they're working on that patch and they're working on uh, another game. I thought they'd be too busy playing Halo Wars. <laughs> uh, you? That's that's the leisure time, Stu. Leisure time. Uh, only saying. Um, yes. So uh, I've started Black Ops Two. Uh, started that on the weekend. Player. Yeah, single player, and. It's it's good, but the side missions are shit. Like, I've got no problem. Wait, side with missions? You mean it's like open? Well, what happens is like about three, four hours in, um, it'll go. Oh, there's these like missions that aren't really missions, and you can zoom out of your soldier. You're not one player. You're like huh. you can just pick. You can pick to be the turret, or you can pick to be. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a weird tower defense yeah. thing, I thought. It's like you can zoom out and, and basically go into any soldier, any turret, or, or, and then you can order them around as well, the battlefield. Yeah. Um, kind of cool. No, it's not. Unfortunately, no, it's, it's not. not. It's, it sounds no. cool. On paper, it really does, but it just isn't that fun. What what I didn't realize, because these are they're called strike force, aren't they? Yeah. What? What I didn't realise was that doing those affected the ending of your game. I didn't realise that was the bit that affected your ending, because I didn't do any of them. I did the first one, I was like... Oh, I don't know I, how I, you I pick just... more. How do you pick more? No, you get every time you start a new mission, it gives you an either your main story mission or a strike oh, force right. mission to do. Oh. But I was just like, oh, I don't know, I just want to do story stuff and shoot stuff. I don't want to do that. Story. I found it really stressful story as well. Story stuff. They are difficult as well. I think they're just yeah. a little bit too difficult for you to enjoy them. Apparently, the the first one's the hardest one, and after that, it gets a bit easier, according to someone else. Well, the first was, like, in India, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's the yeah. one. And, uh, I don't know. They're okay, but, like, I, I didn't really look forward to, to you know, d- d- doing them. And uh, I, I did it, for some reason, I did it, and um, it didn't, like, it just went, the game crashed, so I had to do it again. Yeah. I wasn't very happy about that. Because it makes you do the first one. You can't not do it. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, God, so I'm going to do it again. Uh-huh. It's a bit, it reminded me a bit, the feeling of playing it was a bit like the tower defense thing in Assassin's Creed Brother, uh, Revel- uh, Revelation, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, they tried something new and it just didn't really work. Um, but hey, the, the game itself though is fine. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I've got no problem with anything else. Is yeah. it better or worse than the first Black Ops? I think it's, uh, I don't think it's as good as the story and stuff. Um, but I still think it's it's decent. It's decent yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was a, a bit of a quick one bam thank you, ma'am. You yeah. know, it's it's a, it's a bit of fun, and it's 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 not necessarily compelling. You're certainly not going to, you know, get emotional over it. But it's it's a bit of fun. It's cool. just a fun cool. game to play. Yeah. And I was trying to remind myself who all the characters were. I was like, oh, do I get to know this person? He was in the first one, was he? Uh, right, okay, that's Hudson. He was Hudson, right? Okay, who's that guy? And I know. Names. I'll Google them. I was like, which one was that one again in the first Black Ops? So, yeah, I had a bit of trouble with that. So, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, well, it was it was weird. One of the the guys at work was getting the PS3 for Christmas, so he said, "What game should I get?" 
Right. Uh, I want a COD game. I was like, oh, yeah, of course you do. Uh, so I said, look, get Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, because I said, that is that is. Did you ask best. him if it was single-player or multiplayer? He's not going to play multiplayer. He's never even owned a console in his life. That doesn't mean he's not necessarily going to play And anyway, player. even if he does want to play, but there's still freaking yeah, thousands but there's of people Those people playing. are... You're, don't send your friend who's never played Call of Duty to play against the people who are playing Modern Warfare 1 still. Yeah. Just, it, it'll be a different back. breed. Yeah, I just said to him, I said, fun. Oh, God, that was the worst night of my life. But I, but I said to 57. him, I said, if you want a game with a good, decent story and, you know, and, and good sort of graphics and stuff, you can't go far wrong from that. You'll be fine with that. And you can get. So he's got that. Selling point of that. <laughs> he's got that, and and I've told him a few other decent games to get, but he's, he's doing all right, the lad. He's, you know, and, and that's it happens, right? Word of warning to people, because I didn't realize this. If you buy the 12 gigabyte version of the new PS3 Slim, yeah, right. I've given, I basically sold him my old 250 gig hard drive that I had in my old PS3. So I've sold that to him because obviously he got a 12 gig one because he wanted the, um, you know, this book of spells thing for his son. Right. So, he, so he got, so he came as a bundle and it was fairly cheap. So I said, look, you can have my old hard drive you want for a couple of quid or whatever. So I sold him that. It doesn't come with a caddy for your hard drive. So even though the slots there, there isn't actually any caddy to put in it, so you have to buy that separately. Ooh. So to upgrade it and put a bigger hard drive in it, you have to buy it, which cost him another t- mm. a further £10 on top. But uh, still not bad. Still worked out better for him than buying a bigger one. You know, with a bundle and everything. So word of warning, if you're thinking of getting a small one and upgrading it with a bigger hard drive, you're going to need a caddy as well to stick your hard drive in. So I thought, might as well give some information. So, Thank you. For so what else? Well. I know, yeah. What else have you been up to then? Not a lot, to be honest. Uh, just Black Ops. Just Black Ops. Huh? Um, yeah, that's all. Wow. Yeah. Mind you, it only takes about four and a half hours to finish that, so yeah, <laughs> I guess I'd... you've not done much gaming at all this week. No, no, I mean, I've spent about three hours on it. I got I got past the horses. Oh, I've been running. Uh, horses? Well, the, ste- the horses that steer like a car. Ah, I didn't have too much of a problem. I know you were alright. They were, they were fine. No, I didn't. I didn't mind the horses too much. They were alright, but they didn't. They are a bit like a car. They reminded me of the horses in Oblivion a little bit. That's what they reminded me of. You know, they were like a. It wasn't like riding a horse. The others looked cool. You know, the, the horses other people were riding looked cool. Yeah. But, uh, I, I didn't really get offended. They were fine for one. Again, they were fine. It was fine. Just fucking cool. horses in the game, okay. Just fucking horses in the game. Um, as horses. It's fine. Horses for courses. That's his name. That's right. So, that's you, Duke. What have you been up to? Black then? Ops. <laughs> First of all, let me say thank you to the people who showed up for the Black Ops 2 Playdate. Uh, ZX6, Ninja Fox, and Dub Stuff 123, and Step J, and Fushi Muska, and Evil Green Eyes, and Ian W99, and Tornado GB, and Johnny Utah, and John Mouse. What the hell? He's always on probation. Every game we're trying to go into, one of your members is on probation. You need to wait before you go in a game. What the hell's probation? What does that mean? Jenny, you know about this? No. If you leave multiplayer games in the middle of the game a lot, they'll put uh, you probation. Uh, you have to wait like a minute before you join another game. It's trying to cut down on people like running away in the middle of a match. Which I think is kind of cool, but... Fucking hell, John. <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> it was just funny because twice we couldn't get into a game because John Mouse is like, hey, he's on probation, and it tells you who it is, so it's like, oh, I'm a shame. Way to go. Uh, I played... 
The DMC demo, we talked about that. I played the demo finally for Naughty Bear, the new Bears in Paradise game. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm tired of this whole, like, let's take something cute and make it into something horrible and twisted and violent. Isn't that wacky? That's the whole premise behind Robot Chicken. You know, they have, like, the Muppets, and they're all involved in sex and drugs and yeah. suicide. And it's, just like, it's just old at this point. It's not that it's disturbing. It's just, it's kind of boring to me. So it's like, the teddy bear, oh, you're going to throttle him and this and that. And, and I didn't know what the controls were, so I was going up to the dude and trying to kill him. And I didn't know what I'm pushing. And I start jumping, and the dude's like, ah, you're trying to kill me. And he ran away. So I was like, oh, great. So... Whatever. It was kind of confusing and annoying, and I didn't care for the aesthetic behind it. So I was like, I'm done. Next. Next. Is that it? Is that it? No. Uh, Black Ops 2. Hang on. All right. Here's that was going to say. Is that it? And I'm not playing the single player. This is all multiplayer discussion. Mercenary mode might as well not even exist now. This pisses me off. Because once upon a time on, I think it was Modern Warfare 2 was the first. I don't remember when they first had it, but... Most, they recognize that a lot of people play in, as teams, right? So if you go into a game of Team Deathmatch, you're probably going to be up against a group of people that play together a lot. And that's not so much fun when you're on your own, because you're with a bunch of people that also play on their own. So your team was made up of lone wolves, and you're not working together, you're not coordinating anything. The other team is on point, laser sight, uh, you're done. So they introduced this mercenaries mode where everybody's on their own. And and then with Modern Warfare 3, they made it into, like, it was Mercenary's team death for a while, and then it was like, Mercenary was a separate part of the multiplayer menu, so you could choose between Domination or, you know, Team Deathmatch or whatever, and now, it's like, Mercenary playlist, and it, it's nine times out of ten, you're playing Domination, Headquarters, there's all these different game types. I want to play Team Deathmatch Mercenary style, and I can't because everybody's choosing other game modes, and it's really a, uh, it's oppressive, and I demand that they change it. Are they oppressing you? Yeah. Help, help, I'm being oppressed. We also need wow. skill-based matchmaking. I don't, you know how when you sign up for Xbox Live, they ask you if you want to be hardcore or casual or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. As far as I can yeah. tell, that's had no effect on anything. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> Maybe it does, but I don't think so. So what I think is, though, they should make people, you know, self-select. And, like, okay, maybe you have four different areas on Call of Duty, and, like, depending on how good you are, how much of a challenge you... You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a very good Call of Duty person. So for me to end up in a lobby with somebody who's, like, constantly 25 and 3, I'm sorry, that's not a fair fight. It's like if I were to go boxing against Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? That's not fair. So they are, be pretty fair. I don't yeah, think could that would be. be very fair. You could run quicker than him. I you? You know, I'd run faster than him, but not for... Like, dive between his legs when, you know, and end up behind him and stuff. Oh, he'd bite my ear off. Uh, yeah. Loading a game in the theater takes forever. There's this cute thing, you know, it records your games, you can look at them later. It, it just sat there spinning the cute little Treyarch logo, and I couldn't load the game up. How about a progress bar, Treyarch? Isn't that a notion? And I wanted to load this one game because I shot two people with one bullet, from what I could tell. And I was like, oh my god, I gotta look at that. Because that would be a great shot to see that bullet passing through both of their heads. Anyway. And did it did it work? No, I never got the game loaded. It was just sitting there loading, loading, loading. Never loaded, ever. Game. Never. I mean, I only kept it going for like ten minutes, and then I was like, screw this, I want to play the game some more. 
So yeah, did it? Did I mention on my new PC you'd never see that? It's so fast, me, right? Isn't it? There's no loading. Here's no thing. loading, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> I want to play other games. I downloaded the demo for what is it? The MOBA based on Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, Thingy of Middle Earth. Yeah, uh, they even call it like Guardians of Middle Earth. I'm real. Guardians of Middle really? Earth. Obviously. Guardians of Middle Earth. Defenders of the Ancients. Guardians of Middle Earth. It's kind of similar. Anyway. I want to play that. I want to play, you know, Steam demos and lots of other games. But here's the thing. My schedule these days is so packed that by the time I get an actual day off, you know, on Saturday, yeah, I want to make sure I have a good time playing games that day. And if I'm playing new games that I may or may not like, that's opening myself up for the possibility I'm going to spend an hour or two on a game I don't like. And I'm like, oh, that'll make me so frustrated. So I end up playing Black Ops 2, Oblivion, you know what I'm saying, safe games that I know I'll enjoy. You know, you know what's going to happen, you know. The, the, yeah. yeah, I'll get you, I'll get you, I'll get you. About it, and I can just sort of bliss out and be like, all right, whatever. And that's 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 not cool because it means I'm missing. Like I've I've had Borderlands 2 for like three weeks. I haven't touched it. I haven't even put that's it in fun, yet. Though. You know that's going to be fun. I know it's going to be fun. I don't know what the block is there, but I'll probably get to that soon. So I don't know. It's just I recognize that as being weird in myself, this sort of tendency to play safe games because I want to make sure. It's like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I get the Duchess is away and I'm like, oh, I can watch a movie. And then I'm like, because when it's me and her together, we're like, okay, let's decide what to watch. You know what I mean? But when it's just me, I'll often want to watch something I've seen before, even if it's something I've seen many times, because like I know it's going to be fun and funny and whatever. So I don't know. I have a higher love, uh, tolerance for repetition than other people too. So that's part of it. But whatever. Speaking of movies, real quick, last thing, we watched <laughs> Point Blank over the what? weekend. Uh, Gro- gross Point Blank. Right. John Cusack plays a yes, right, hired killer. Goes, goes back to his school reunion. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Very funny, but very dark humor, like a lot of killing. Anyway, I realized it has one of the best video game moments in, in all of movie history. Because there's a scene where he's in, they've made a quickie mart where his house used to be. And there's a shootout in that quickie mart between him and this other assassin. And all the while it's going on, this guy is wearing headphones and playing an arcade game. While the gu- the fight, the shootout's happening, and he's playing a game where he's, it's actually Doom, which is weird, because it's an arcade stand-up game, but it's Doom. Uh, so, Hollywood. I know. But it's, it's awesome, because he's really into the game and all the bullet noises, so he doesn't even notice that there's this shootout happening all around him in the store. And I just thought it was a great moment where it's not that the movie's based on a video game, but video games appear in the movie. So my question to you two guys is, in kind of a, uh, you know, egg timer way is what's the best video game related moment that you remember from a movie um, I think my best video game related moment from a movie isn't a real video game anymore isn't a real video game which would be The Last Starfighter oh that's a great reference yeah uh, it's not a real video game but how cool is that if you play one you get yeah. to be a real one hell yeah yeah, I like that. There's That's a great episode of the TV show Clerks, the cartoon show, where they sort of play off that idea. Yeah, so I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. Well, Stu, you're still watching Breaking Bad, right? I am. I've just finished season one. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm, this isn't like a spoiler for anything, but um, a, a few characters. 
a few characters in that start talking about zombies in games. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. And like they're they're doing a bit of drugs or whatever and they're like, uh No way man, Left for Dead. And he's like, What are you talking about, Left for Dead? Left for Dead has the best looking girl zombies ever. It's like it's all about <laughs> and it was what was the other one? Oh, something else. And it's just what about what about uh Call of Duty World at War uh World at War Nazi zombies? They're zombies and they're Nazis. And he goes, who cares what their job was before there was a zombie? They're still a zombie. <laughs> and I thought that was such a cool moment. Um, and there's actually, you know, there's actually, whoever wrote those lines knew a little bit about games to, you know, they, they actually knew some, some. That's a good thing to see, yeah. Cause a lot of times you can tell Hollywood just doesn't get it. Journalism doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, and people I'm who are writing the, that stuff do know what they're talking about. It's a nice. Wasn't it, wasn't it Half-Life 2 in Lost? They were uh-huh. playing half like they were playing a game in one of the flashbacks to um uh-huh. so what's he called? The uh the the torturing dude. Uh Saeed. Was it Saeed. They they were sort of they went to a, they did a flashback to him when he was sort of in the army and they were playing a game on a console and I'm almost sure it was Half Life. Oh, really? I remember yes. I remember in Die Hard uh four they they were playing Gears of War. Yeah, you see, I love the fact, right? When they do that, I hate it when they have a pretend game. Yeah, the yeah. one time that I did like that was in the Spike Lee movie uh, Inside Man, because it was sort of a commentary on the, you know, the amount of black death and you know killing of black people that's in the GTA, you know, in GTA San Andreas, and so they're playing a sort of fake version of it, and it's very much amped up, but they didn't want to get in trouble with you know the Rockstar people, so. You know, they're sort of parodying it, and I don't know. It's I thought it was well done. He's like, I need to have to co- talk. I need to have a talk with your dad about this game, man. Yeah, because there's a little yeah, kid no, that too. That's the other thing. Yeah, very good. So is that it? Is that it? All the games done? Everything you played, you? Oh yeah, that's it. That's all. I'm. That's it. Yeah. Um. Well, at that point, right? As as I've got a new PC and stuff, I thought we'd do an indie game on Steam again. We'd attempt this again and yeah, see, well, see how seven went. years ago, so you could play it. True, but it was in the sale. It was I bought it because it was one pound forty nine. Really? So I was that cheap? Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. I'm not even gonna bother. But it had got a demo and it had Steam players. So I thought everyone can play it. It's and it's fairly doesn't use a lot of stuff to run, you know. Nope. Uh, and I've, I always heard this was a classic, but just never played it. So I thought, let's let's take a walk down memory lane. So uh, let's do that. Yeah, uh, we're doing it now. We're doing it right now. Indie game review review. Shall we play a game? Remember that line from that movie War Games, where the teenage dude suddenly found himself at the controls of a global missile war? Well, that's the idea behind Defcon. Everybody dies. In brief, everybody dies. You have to use your bombs to kill everyone else while they're trying to kill you. It's real-time strategy. So bring your antacid pills and remember to breathe. The interface is very simple graphics-wise. There's the planet, and there's lots and 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 lots of data. You need to keep track of it all, and use two to obliterate the enemy. There's a lot of strategy here, from diplomacy to resource management. It's all done on the cheap. So it's an inexpensive game that will keep you busy for hours and hours. If you like a blink, you'll probably like this. 
If you want something with a bit more eye candy, you should look elsewhere. DEFCON is $10 on Steam. The UK guys can explain how much it is in pounds Royal British TOFFY no sterling metric Celsius. Blood us out. There you go. Um, I was just going to have a look now what it is. Yeah, normal price, I think it's about six pounds. It's about six pounds normally, so I don't think it's, it's terribly expensive. Um, so, Duke, did you play it? Yes. And what did you think? I thought it was fun. Uh, I didn't get to play it very much, so I want to go back and play it some more. But it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a really good example of people who don't have a whole lot of resources graphically or whatever, and they don't want it to be very demanding in terms of the processor. Um, they did a lot with it, and I thought that was very impressive. And yeah, it's it's five five ninety nine in the UK normally. So again, not a not a whole lot of money, and it it did come out in two thousand and six, so it is kind of an old game, six years old. Um, what I really liked about it was the atmosphere of it. Yeah, uh, which sounds like a really weird thing to say because it's so simplistic looking. It's it's literally like the map out of war games. That's what it is. All right, that's all you need. Sometimes. That's pretty. But it was the sound. Yeah, the sound really was good. brilliant, and Every time you were firing off your missiles, you'd, you'd hear women screaming in a really ghost-like way, Good or children crying. Atmosphere of what you're doing, yeah, and it, and it like it gave some weight to what you were up to because if it hadn't have been for that, you'd have just been like any other arcade game. But that sound and the, the sort of even just the music and just the ambience of it is is really well done, I think. And you know, the whole premise of it is that you're a general sat in a bunker somewhere, so you're not seeing all you're seeing is where you're gonna do your next missile strike, yeah. and it definitely gets that atmosphere. I thought it was great. Really impressed with it. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to pick up a, a fairly cheap indie game, I definitely recommend it. Uh, G- uh, Chinny, did you play it or not? Sadly not, no. Uh, it, what, what, you like? what do you like? What do you like? My doesn't like Steam Play at all. Does he not? Uh, no, oh. it's because of my operating system. I'm not, I'm not running the latest one. So oh, it's having a bit of a mare with it. Damn. Weird. Um, but yeah, definite recommendation for me. If you want a cheap indie game, this is definitely one worth checking out. And, and it's by the same developers as Uplink, I believe, anyway. Oh, yeah? Oh, Alex. Yeah, it's by the same. Yeah, same people who made that. But yeah, they, they know how to make a cool little game. And it's minimalist, you know? you know, like they know what they're doing in terms of like giving you something interesting yep. without requiring, you know, huge amounts of processing power and stuff. I, I, I'm really impressed by that. I think it's, it's the example of people who know their limits, you know what I mean? Like it's, they're not trying to do 100 billion things. They're not trying to be a AAA developer. They're filling a niche, and they're doing it well. So. Yeah, and I think the tutorial worked really well. Yeah. You know, I thought the way they showed you how to play was, it, it made sense. It didn't it didn't get too complicated too soon. Yeah. And and I was getting ahead of the tutorial doing stuff they hadn't told me to say, but I thought I knew sort of knew what I had to do next, and I was sort of doing it without them telling me to do it, which was kind of interesting. Uh, so yes, I liked it a lot. I was I was kind of impressed with that. I've always wanted to play, but just never got around. And then when I saw it was in the sale, I was like, oh yeah, we can do that as, a, as an indie pick this week as well. So there you go. Right, before we get on to Chinese news, okay, I have got a quiz. I know we don't do quizzes, and it isn't a news quiz before anyone panics. Uh, but it is a Bioshock quiz. Right? And this was on Kotaku, so they put this together. Uh, but it's, can you guess which of these Bioshock Infinite influences are real and which are fake? Uh, okay, are you ready? Yeah. So here, are ready? Here is number one. You can both give me your answer, and then and then I'll sort of. So it's true or false, basically. 
So it's, it's, well, it's either or. Okay. Okay. So, first one is slip and slides or roller coasters. Did this influence Bioshock Infinite? What? Well, which one was it? Was oh. it slip and slides or roller coasters? That was roller the influence. Coasters. Roller coasters. Slip and slides. So, you're going for slip and roller for you for number one. Okay. Number two, Glee or My Little Pony. What? Neither of those was an influence on Bio. Oh, well, it was. Like one sorry. of them was. Oh, oh, oh. One of them was. Uh-uh. Which one was it, though? Was it Glee oh, or My Glee. Little Pony? You're going for My Little Pony and uh, Chinny? Uh, Glee. So you're going for Glee. <laughs> wow, this is just doo-doo. Okay, one of us so is definitely it, going to win. One of you is definitely going to win. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Yes. The presidential assassination of JFK or the presidential administration of William McKinley? Assassination of JFK. Okay. So, assassination for you and you, Chinny? The Kinley one. McKinley, okay. Okay, number four. Are you ready for this? Ready. Here we go. The Spanish-American War or the War of the Roses? Uh, War of the Roses. I'll say War, War of the, the Roses. Roses as well. Oh, going for a... So, we're going for a concurrent one there. We're both Do saying the like same drugs? thing. Okay, number five. Honey Boo Boo or The Legend of Korra? Whatever either of those. Legend are. of Korra. Legend Cora. of Korra. Oh, I can't imagine. It's Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Uh, okay. Oh, both going legend on that one. Okay. Number six. Uh, Nikola Tesla or Eugene V. Debs? Nikola Tesla. Come on. Right. And Chini, what do you think on that one? Tesla. And you're going for the same on that one. Okay. Whoa. Right, number seven, here we go. Emma Goldman or Ayn Rand? Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand? Oh, I don't know who I would be. love for it to be Emma Goldman. I don't think that'll be it. I'll say Emma then. You're going for Emma, okay. Uh, number eight, only two more. There's ten altogether, or three more, should I say. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life or Casablanca? Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life? Yeah, Chini? Um, Casablanca. Casablanca. Okay. Number nine. Here we go. Two more to go. Uh, Back to the Future or The Shining? Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Oh, both concurring there. And back. There you go. Right. And the final one. Are you ready for this? Uh, The No, I Am Your Father scene in The Empire Strikes Back or the chest bursting scene in Alien? Alien. Yeah. Oh, that too. Alien. So let's see how you did then, shall we? Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, the answer to number one was roller coaster. Dun, Yay, dun. I got it right. No, you said slip and slide. No, I did not. I said roller coaster. Chenny, back me up. Be honest. That's true. Oh, is it the other way around? Yeah. Oh, well, that's one. Sorry, then. I apologize. Once Duke. I've got it written the wrong way. Once Duke. And zero to Chenny. Right, next one. Number two was Glee. Oh, that's yeah, that was me. That is one to Ginny and zero for yeah. Duke. What's, what's uh, the, what number... are you talking about? Are you what? No, no, for that. You mean for that? For question? that answer. For that answer. All right, all right, all right. All right, calm yourself. Calm oh, yourself. I don't calm myself. That's not my style. Uh, number three was 
the presidential administration of William McKinley. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So that's one to Chinny, zero to you on that one. Uh, number four, are you ready for this? Was the Spanish-American War. So no points to both of you on that yeah. one, because you both said War of the Roses. Number five was a trick question. Neither. Oh. Uh, in our faces. So no, no for that one. And uh, number six was Eugene V. Debs. What? Really? Oh, so only telling you. Okay. Hey, yeah. I believe you. I just, I'm very surprised. I don't know who either of those know. people are. UGV Debs is a really cool, like, socialist, um, candidate for president, actually. He once said, while there is a prison, I am in it. When there is anybody being oppressed, I am with him, uh, et cetera, et cetera. He's a really cool guy. Uh, and number seven was Emma Goldman. What? So, I know. That's amazing because you know what, people? Hey, you want to know about <laughs> Emma Goldman? Read the Wikipedia article. So there you go. Look, I'm only telling you these were influences for Bioshock Infinite. Uh, number eight is It's a Wonderful Life. Hey, I got that one right. One to you, a zero to Chini. Uh, number nine was a trick question. Oh, it was yeah. it was both of those, Back Ew. to the Future and The Shining. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to give you a point anyway because you both Oh, thank both. you. I'll give you a point anyway oh. to both of you. And number ten was the chest-bursting scene. From Alien. Hey, how about that? So, well done both on that. Right, let's top these scores up. You, you got one, two, three, four out of ten. Hey. And Chini, you got one, two, three, four, five out of Ooh, ten. Yeah. So, Chini is the winner. Yay, Chini. Well, well done. Have we all got a cheer? Come on, there must be a cheer. Man. Yes, cheer. Now, I have got some hey. bonus questions. <laughs> Because I thought I'd save these in case we needed a tiebreaker. Uh, but as you both got those and, and there was a clear winner. But we'll do these just for a bit of fun. So there are two more questions. Are you ready for this? Ready. Uh, X-Men or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? X-Men. X-Men. Ginny? Um, X-Men. And it was X-Men, so well done. And number 12 was the sun reflecting off a metal mailbox during a jog on a sunny day. What? Or... The feel of a full leaf crunching. Uh, leaf. Jog. So it, the jog, yeah, it is a jog. It's the sun shining off a metal mailbox during a jog on a sunny day. Someone so there you go. Something to do with the game? So all of these things influence the game. Yeah. In, a, in a sort of interview that they did with Ken Levine, he said these, these are what the thing, the interesting things that have influenced the game. I see. Interesting so there things you that have influenced the game. So that was that was just a bit of fun. I like a bit of fun. That was all right. That was fun. We like a bit of fun. So well done to you both anyway. But Chini, yeah. as, as in the old old age quizzes we used to do, is the winner. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yay. Back old times. Um, anyway, Chini, on to you. On with the news. What is happening? News quiz. News quiz. No. That's not an actual <laughs> quiz. No, it isn't a quiz. Oh, that was a quiz. Sorry, right. Putting news first. In the line of disappointment. Um, right. Oh, God, I really haven't looked at these. Ten-year-old girl steals over £1,600 billion pounds, uh, to play <laughs> video games. May have lied about how much she stole. Maybe 1600 Maybe £16 billion. Who knows? Uh, no one ever suspected a child. No one suspects the butterfly. No one ever suspe- suspected a <laughs> it child. It wasn't because the butterfly. 
When boys get the taser. No suspect that the child went about $1,600 went missing from a cell phone shop until after security cameras caught the little scamp crawling on the floor behind the counter. Uh, now in Quanggang, the uh, 10-year-old girl is in hot water after being caught stealing money, quite a lot of money, uh, at that to fund her video gaming habit. Uh, the girl in question... Um, whose name I can't pronounce, was apparently stealing money from the cell phone store to purchase Q-Coins. Q-Coins are a form of digital currency used by Tencent. The coins can be used uh, from buying add-ons for avatars, stickers, and digital furniture for home pages to buying in-game items for Tencent published games. Most notable uh, games are related to the QQChat clients. Whatever the hell that is. Whatever the hell that is. According to the video game recording, this chick, that I can't pronounce her name, uh, walked into the cell phone store at 7pm. After looking left and right, safety first, her view landed on the unlocked register. Seeing that she could get behind the counter unnoticed, uh, waited for the store clerks to relax. (laughs) That wasn't racist. No. Uh, Then she crawled all the way to the register, reached inward and grabbed a bundle of cash. Walked away with quite a lot of money. Um, after stealing the cash, uh, she did as any criminal would do. She returned to the scene, purchased <laughs> to buy the coins, to, to purchase the Q coins for account <laughs> in the Ow. same place. Um, at around seven thirty, the store, the Jewish tradition. <laughs> at around uh, seven thirty, the store clerk started to count the register and suddenly found that it was light. Scared and horrified that she may have lost a lot of money, the store clerk called the police and watched the security tapes. It was then so- when they- when they saw the little girl committing the crime. Police then went blah 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 blah. blah. Little girls co- robbed the store. That's that's the crux of this story. That's just- <laughs> and what was amazing? She's in her pajamas. Where the hell did she come from? Well. <laughs> She's ten years old with her pajamas on now. I mean, to a certain extent, like, she probably so didn't quickly. These kids. Yeah. She probably didn't know how much she was stealing. I would assume she just sort of grabbed a load of money and did a runner, you know, with whatever she got. But uh, she she cleaned that place out, though. She made sure she got. So what? She's done better than grown-up criminals. <laughs> but she's tidy. She can get away with it. Yeah. But it did it did make me think, though. You know, the influence that these sorts of—I mean, you know—Millie's not been playing my horse, my horse for quite a while. But she was absolutely obsessed with getting coins and jewels and God knows what else ever it was in that she game only to buy three post offices. Crap. But she didn't rob anything. But I mean, when it comes to a point where these not games are, yeah, so addictive that they're doing this. You know, they're yeah. going ding. Kid, <laughs> it's addicting them so much that they need to go and steal cash. Uh, right. In other news, now this is good news for British people because we get to blame Germany for something. Uh, yeah. Nintendo confirms that Germany fucked up everything. This is just amazing. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, I should, I should give some more to that. Uh, Nintendo confirms Germany German law is to blame for the Europe-wide Wii U eShop 18 Plus concept restrictions. Nintendo has explained the restrictions on the Wii U eShop 18 Plus content last week. Eurogamer confirms that Nintendo of Europe blocks access to 18 Plus content on the Wii U eShop at certain times of the day. We were unable to buy 18-rated content such as a Zombie U, Assassin's Creed 3, during the daytime. This, it emerged, was because access to nin- content Nintendo deemed unsuitable to minors is restricted 
to the 11pm to 3am time window on the shores. That's crazy. This morning, Nintendo confirmed to Eurogamer that these restrictions are in place because of German Nazis. Uh, regulation... <laughs> you can't say that! That's what... I'm just reading the site. Is that... Doesn't Sorry, say no, that. Say German nuts. regulations. Uh, <laughs> it's all... It was a long time ago. It was a joke about it now. Uh, regulations... Listen, don't mention the war. I'm going it up and I think I got away with it. Damn, you beat me to the joke. Right. <laughs> Uh, you started it. <laughs> no, we did not start it. <laughs> yes, you oh. did. You invaded Poland. Right. <laughs> Classic. It's all fun. I'm sure German oh. people are ruffling right now. I'm sure they are. Uh, yes. Um, this is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. away. Sorry. Uh, this is a quote, apparently, from uh, some dude at Nintendo. And Nintendo, we hate German people. We always <laughs> aim to provide a safe... If you give me the news, Stu, this is what happens. <laughs> it's more interesting than the actual yeah. story. Right. Uh, oh my God. Uh, this is a quote from Mr. Nintendo. At Nintendo, we always aim to provide a safe gaming experience for fans of all ages and ensure that we comply with uh, applicable legal age restrictions requirements across Europe. Unquote, a Nintendo spokesperson told Eurogamer. Quote, legal age restrictions requirements vary across a number of European countries. Since Nintendo of Europe is based in Germany, duh, yep. Nintendo eShop is complying with the German Youth Protection Regulation, which therefore applies to all of European markets. Under German law, content rated 18 plus must be made available only at night. Bang. Bang. There you go. And, um, on the one hand, I think this is a crazy thing because of the time restriction. You know, like four hours into the middle of the morning, this has got to hurt the sales of stuff like that because people are like, I'm going to bed. But on the flip side of it, I don't. I think if it was slightly earlier, say from 9 o'clock yeah. till 3 in the morning, it's actually it's not a bad idea. idea. Yeah, no. I don't think it's a bad idea. I like the idea of it because, you know, you know how we always whinge about kids getting older games when they shouldn't do and stuff. This would stop that to a certain extent. I don't think it's terrible. Oh. I just think it's it's just too late. And I think, um, <laughs> you know? as we know, Germany and Australia have quite, you know, um, they're quite strict on violent video games. Um, and I think that's totally fine. That's totally fair. Um, it's It's completely reasonable why they would kind of get upset by that those types of things um but i think yeah you're right Stu. this is quite a, a nice solution to something and it's just a little bit late you know uh yeah because kids should be going to bed you know at nine o'clock or whatever so yeah i, I think it's fine I, I i don't really if i had a wii i wouldn't really be that concerned um well i would be concerned because i spent that kind of money on a console that is Shit! So... <laughs> Which has nothing to do with whether you can download a game at a certain no, time. No, of day that's got nothing to do with it. It's just a bit crap, isn't it? Um, so it's like, you know, welcome to the current gen. No, no, no. Wow. Right, so talking about how the Wii U is doing so well. Um, bang, 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 bang. Uh, according to uh, computerandvideogames.com, uh, Xbox 360 outperforms Nintendo's Wii U launch. Now, Holy shitzels. But you could argue, right, you could argue that maybe it was because they didn't have enough consoles available, and that's the reason, you know, because people wanted them but couldn't necessarily buy Bullshit. them. Bullshit. 
Um, but that's bullshit because you can still just buy them. Yeah, because there's, there's loads left. Uh, the yeah, MPD no... group reports that the Xbox 360 sold 1.26 million units in November 2012, which combined with software sales accumulated to 1.2 billion in revenue, more than any other console. Despite the launch of a new console in Nintendo's Wii U, which performs better than the Wii's launch in 2006, Microsoft console continued to outsell all rivals in the US. Which makes Wii U shit. Well, I think this website. Well, I don't think I, think I don't think it necessarily does that. But I have heard. Website. Quite, I've heard quite a few stories. Quite a few stories that people have bought Wii's by mistake because they they've marketed it so badly. That's horrible. They've marketed it so badly that some of the shop assistants don't know the difference and have been giving them a, a Wii by mistake. Oh yeah, this is the one you want. I'll get you the Wii that you want. They should have called oh. it at least the the Wii too, you know. Yeah, or something. Jesus Christ! You know, and I still speak to people now who are sort of going, "Oh, what's this Wii U about?" Because they always come to me and go, "Oh, you know about games, don't you? What this Wii? What's this Wii U thing?" And a lot of people still think it's an add-on to the Wii. They think the screen's just an add-on thing that you buy. Yep. They don't realise it's a whole new console. They just go, "Oh, it's that Wii U screen thing." Well, do you get one of those then? Oh, yeah, you've got to buy the new console right. to go. This is a good story for a podcast. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, here is the new box art for Bioshock Infinite. Ah, yeah, no, well... I oh, wait, hang on. There you go. Oh, that looks awesome. Sweet. Reason be, there's been some controversy about yes. this. Because... Ken Levine's been, like, defending it a little bit. I've, I've read about this. Yeah. So, uh, it's not necessarily because people obviously can't see it, you know, which no, I realise... So, so... Um, what I've read about it is Ken Levine kind of, uh, people didn't like the box art because it was a little bit too, I'm a dude with a gun and a flag and fire and the cool, yeah, buy my game. Um, so pe- people was like, oh, you know, I thought Bioshock Infinite was a little bit more sophisticated than that. Uh, Ken Levine saying, the people that read Kotaku, Joystick, IGN, the cover is not for them. The people who read those sites already know what Bioshock Infinite is about already know if they're going to buy it and don't care what the box art would be like, they're going to buy it regardless. The box art is for the person that doesn't know his Call of Duty from his battlefield, right? And they look at the box art and think, oh, that looks interesting. And then there's... It's got a gun. <laughs> got a gun. It's got an American, it's got a gun, flag. an American flag. What the fuck is this shit? It looks quite interesting. America! So it's not oh, the box yeah. art. I don't have a big problem with the fucking box art, to be honest. No, there's been a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of whinging about box art lately. Does it, who cares as long as the game I think the box art looks fine, you know? Yeah, it looks alright Because what's so offensive about it? You play that man, you have a gun, yeah. there are probably yeah. flags, American, that are burning. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. So, so I have no problem with that. No. No, I have, I have no Some problem with that. Some Americans just get weird any time an American flag is doing anything other than flapping majestically in the wind. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. Okay, what else? What else have we got? What well, else? What else? we got Mirror's Edge 2 in development. Did we talk about this I think last we week? we talked about this remember. last week. I think we did. So, I want to be a buffal factory. What about, what about this Steam console thing? Then? Oh, there we go. Just asking, what about yeah, this Steam what, console? What is there to talk about? It's going to happen. It's going to change yeah. things. Do you think it's going to change things, though? It's going to change things. Because, how is it gonna look, happen? because here's how it's going to change things. Right now, Xbox and the PS, Sony and Microsoft are trying to make their consoles more like PCs. You can incorporate YouTube, you have a web browser on it, it doesn't work very well, you incorporate Facebook, and none of those things have done very well. 
Hulu a little yep. bit, whatever. They're going from console to PC. Valve is now going from PC to console. They're moving in the other direction. And I think that's going to give them a leg up, and it's going to show Microsoft and Sony this is how you do it. I would agree with you, except for one thing. Yes? Okay. I think I've put together a fairly reasonably priced PC gaming machine. Yes. Okay. You know, apart from the fact I'm going to have to spend about another 100 quid on a graphics card. Yes. Or 150 pounds or whatever. But that still cost me nearly, well, it'll, it'll have cost nearly 500 pounds altogether in the end. Yeah. So almost the same process as PS3 when they were launched. Well, when they were launched, well, how did that go? How did that go? Zing! It didn't go very well, did it? The point is, I think most console buyers won't be willing to pay that sort of money to play games. Depends on, on what PC they're going to get for it. Well, what are they going to get for it, though? Well, that's the question, isn't it? I don't know exactly what they're going to get. Do you understand what I mean? And how much is that going to get, going to cost to ensure they're playing the latest games? I mean, my... We've got to remember, though, he's never going to get it, never going to get it. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to get it. Uh, But, yeah, my my computer currently, without a new graphics card, isn't going to be playing any of those games. And to get a graphics card that would play all those games on really high settings, you'd be talking, you know, a lot of money. Um, There is... uh, uh, an article on CDG um, about the, the 14 game-changing features of the Xbox 720. Oh, yeah. So this is all speculation. Um, so I'll just list them off. I won't go into massive detail. No, no, no. Talking about massive. And then the, the first one is massive power. But it's all rumour and speculation. Yeah, yeah, all, they, but they say that. They say that. They, they know that. Right, so for massive power... Um, you know, like uh, six, eight gig of RAM, all that shit, quad core, all that bollocks. No one cares about. Um, number two, putting the power to work. So, getting all those loading, getting rid of all those loading screens would be nice. Number three, Connect 2.0, more advanced Connect. Uh, number four, augmented rea- reality. Everybody loves yeah. a bit of augmented reality. I don't, yeah. far, I don't see how far it can go, uh, but it's still cool. Everyone, book of spells. There you go. Yeah. Uh, number five. Well, this just sounds cool. 3D sound. That's right. Uh, the effect of 3D sound is astonishing, says some dude. Uh, you're in the access of the speaker, and you can hear sound. Well, I hope you can. Um, so, you know, he, he brings up a good point. You know, I remember. And you couldn't hear my, sound. Yeah, I remember that. No, I remember my uncle getting caught out with um, an April's Fool's prank. Right. Once when he was when he was in his younger days, and this radio DJ basically said they have this new 4D sound that they were going to play uh, on April's Fool's Day, but he obviously hadn't realised what day it was. And if you if you got your speakers from your stereo system and and put them two meters apart facing each other, yep. and put your head in between them, when he played this 4D sound, you would be able to see a video picture to go with it. And my uncle was on his hands and knees in his living room with his speakers with a tape measure out, measuring it all out, and, and actually fell for it and did it. Maybe that's what this is going to be like. Maybe you'll see it. I think that's what it is. Uh, number six, Blu-ray and beyond. Uh, the next Xbox should ship with a Blu-ray driver standard, allowing games up to 50 gig on a single blah, 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 blah. Never happening. Um, number seven, Direct X11. Um, yeah. Pretty games, pretty much. Um, yeah. My graphics card's got that, but it doesn't work. Number eight, a new Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft needs to respond to Xbox Live's biggest problem, one that hit developers first, then gamers second. Indie dev Phil Fish decided against patching fares because blah, 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 cost a lot of money. Um, so they need to sort that shit out. Uh, 
and you know the whole kind of how much it costs to update a game. Yeah, DLC well, they, get a a game. they get a free one. Just get it right first time. Yeah, you know, I, I think it was griping over nothing. Number nine, uh, next generation controls. Uh, personally, I always think they should not touch the Xbox 360 controller. I think it's probably one of the, ah. the, one of the best controllers uh, ever made. But hey, they might fuck with it. Uh, number ten, uh, cloud gaming. This is uh, this is going to happen. Get over it. Yeah, well that's yeah. fine. I'm not. I've no issues. Number eleven, uh, new user features. Uh, the next Xbox to introduce. New version of Live with better support, social networking, free-to-play, subscription-based games. Those are essentials, but online developers have ideas too. Um, not sure what that means. Uh, number 12, Total Multimedia. Um, Skype, all that shit. Uh, Smart Glass, YouTube. Skype will be good for... Bebo. Skype will be good for group chatting and stuff. They should put that on the PS3. That's what they should do. Stick yeah. Skype on the PS3. I think Microsoft make much money on the PS3, though. Uh, no, they own Skype now. So, so well, yeah. well, well, uh, the user interface uh, is number 13, so the whole Metro shit, uh, that's 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 staying around, isn't it? Yeah, they're not getting rid of that. That's going to stay. Uh, always on gaming, number 14. However, Microsoft's most powerful feature for next generation Xbox might be no switching off. The next Xbox should be always on console, where key games will be ready to go at moment's notice. Uh, throughout the leaked planning document, Microsoft can uh, constantly reference multiple ex- experiences at once or on their own. Be that via the cloud streaming or multiple devices, games will with rich content, online content, or actually using your Xbox to switch between media. Um, Do you know what? I can I can wait half a minute or a minute to switch between stuff now. Well, I think it's what, kind what of like connected talking to... talking about with your PC starting up at the beginning of the show? Oh, I'll tell you what, how fast is that PC? Andy, it's got six cores, man. None of this bloody quad-core cack. Six Aye. cores, man. It isn't six silly. cores. Six Direct 11, DirectX 11 already. No, I have to wait. No bloody fancy new console for that. I've got it now. Got it now. Don't oh, have to wait. Impressed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I mean... Look, back in the day, I used to have to wait 15 minutes for a game to load. You know, mm. I, I, I think it's fairly instant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, games loading up now are pretty quick. You don't have to wait a hell of a long time, do you, for a game to load now? You know, put it in and you, you're playing it within a couple of minutes. Bada bang, bada boom. Exactly. Uh, on the news now, Gears of War Judgment uh, trailer is out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah. So, Mr. Bissell, what's left? We can see what Mr. Bissell's yeah. been up to. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is all a bit weird, really. Everyone jumping shit from Epic and stuff, and you know, I know you. Were t- I think you talked about this on the Overseas Connection, didn't you? Everybody doing a runner now. Shit. Uh, Dark Souls Two Two is announced. Yeah, Dark Souls Two. That's kind of interesting. A lot of the VGAs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think they're doing all right with that game. You know, those games have definitely got a niche for themselves. Video and I think games, people, they're doing well, yeah, aren't they? people buy them. Um, and also, we had the thing of the, the, another Last of Us trailer. Ah, uh, gotta say, that game does look good. And the release date. May, is it May the 7th? May the 7th for that? Mm-hmm. Something. Oh, I just want to play it now. Um, and Bioshock Infinite has been put back another month, hasn't it, as well, talking the release dates. So, but yes. I want to play all that stuff, but yeah, The Last of Us looking... Every time I see that game in, in motion, I just think, that game does look great. 
It really does. You know, if anyone's debating getting rid of the PS3 because he'd never use it, just hold on to it till that game's been and gone and then get rid of it is what I would say. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. It, it, it does look the dogs. Think, uh, Every time I see it, I think, God, that looks good. I think, uh, you know, the PS3's got good enough exclusives. I, I, has there been any decent exclusive recently apart from like, the upcoming Last of Us? Of... On the PS3 this year, I'm trying to think, there, there, there must have been... Well, probably, I don't think there's been anything. It's been a I mean, slow year like, for Yeah, there was like All-Stars Battle Royale was, a, yeah, was an exclusive. but like, you know, if you're not into the fighting games, or you're not, like, invested in kind of, you know, PlayStation mascots, I guess, then it's not really for you. Like, I, I like Smash Brothers, but really, like, I'm not that fussed about that. I mean, the, the two big ones we're waiting for are both got last in the title, haven't they, really? Yeah. Uh, which is the Last Guardian and the Last of Us, mm. you know, and they they're, they're definitely the ones that, that I'm interested in. in playing uh, last bit of news now. I think you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Stu Popcat. What the fuck are they doing? Oh yeah, what are Popcat doing? What are they doing? Well, are they apparently doing? they are seeking a developer with Frostbite Two experience for a triple A game. Wowzers! Mm. That'd be a bit of a departure. So that is a little bit different to what we expect from Popcat. Uh, the people that made Bejeweled, Plants vs. Zombies, and of course, that other game they made, uh, Peggle. So, yeah, maybe they'll, they're going, the reason why we haven't heard from them for a while, they're, they're setting their aims a little bit higher. I don't know, I'm, I'm always a bit worried when, you know, when sort of some, like a development company are good at doing something. Yeah. I always sort of feel like they should just carry on doing what they're good at. And, and sometimes, quite often, when they do have a departure and try to do something else, it doesn't always work. But you never know. You never, you never know. know. I have faith. Ever, ever know. You never, ever know. Um, so is that it? Is that it for this week's news? That is pretty much every little bit of news we got, I think. Yeah, well, you've saved one, which is good. Uh, because I think we should now do the Facebook what you mean, like Facebook stuff? Yeah, Facebook stuff. Wanna be my friend on the Facebook. Sorry, I had to go turn it on. You wanna be my, wanna be my friend? Uh, yeah, so let's have a look at some Facebook stuff. And the the thing I want to look at, I put up a bit of a question: uh, What games didn't you play this year, and why not? You know, because there's been a lot of games out this year, so you know. There's been a lot of games out this year. You sounded a little so silly thought, when you said that. <laughs> So I thought, what games did people not play, and why not? Okay, so here we go. Uh, Mark Green said, Sleeping Dogs. It just slipped by somehow. <sighs> so, just slipped by. Uh, Seth McNitt said, Ditto. Just haven't pl- picked it up yet. Also, I'd really like to give Journey a try, but sadly, no PS3. No PS3 for him. So, yeah, you got to go out and get one of those things, man, for The Last of Us, if nothing else. Uh, SLH said, uh, Witcher 2. Either A, too many other distractions, or B, couldn't find a silver sword. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Do you know, I'm sure someone else did that. Who would have done a thing like that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, James Bearden said, Mass Effect 3, I have the others, but just didn't really feel compelled to play it after all the stuff I heard. Wow, Mass Effect 3, that's quite a biggie, isn't it? Quite a biggie. Uh, Philip Mulholland said, anything new apart from Mass Effect 3? Uh, Journey and The Walking Dead, since I got PS Plus, there's been so much free stuff to play. Yeah, with him there. Mm. Uh, Matthew Dawkins, uh, Darkins, sorry, Matthew Dawkins said FIFA 13, because I think 12 is enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm That's with him there. Deal, yeah. I think it was enough when he got to 9. Draw, uh, lol, lol. 
Uh, Dave Dory said, Borderlands 2 and Halo 4, there are too many games coming out at the time. Uh, might give them a try in the near future. So that's, uh, that's what he's up to. Um, and the reason I sort of put this question up is because on Kotaku, they did a reasons why people don't uh, play games. Well, those were slightly more interesting. Uh, some people said because Far Cry 3 is a bit racist, isn't it? So that's the thing. That's the reason they didn't play. Um, uh, someone said always online DRM for single player games. Uh, puts them off playing again. Yeah, well, that's a big that's problem for console gamers. Yeah, <laughs> not for console. Uh, lack of artistic potential, excess of artistic pretension, disrespect of other creative work, and irresponsible licensing. Uh, manipulative trophies and achievements, mandatory multiplayer, grotesque microtransactions, bad work environments at the development studio, uh, yada, yada, yada. I don't think he's happy about anything to do with games, <laughs> to be honestly, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, then we've had the uh, convictions of the writer-creator, Austin Scott Card comes to mind. Treatment of employees is starting to bug me. So, yeah, so there you go. That's the reasons other people gave. So what about you two? Is there any game you, you've regretted not playing this year, and, and why didn't you? Um, Walking Dead. I kind of regret not playing that. Uh, 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 yeah, oh, But I'll play it eventually. Who cares? Oh, such, uh, such a good game. Really is. Uh, Chini, anything for you? Sleeping Dogs is a big one uh, for me, because it's a game that's right up my alley. Yes, uh, open world, shooting shit, punching shit, driving shit. Um, kicking shit. Kicking shit. So I'm shocked. Shit. Shocked I haven't played that one yet. XCOM yeah. is a game that I really miss. To, to, well, not miss, but like I feel like I'm missing out when people was talking about it when it came out. Um, uh, Dishonored. Missed that one. Wow, I for- I've forgotten you hadn't played that. Dishonored, Sleeping Dogs, XCOM, Hitman, Far Cry. I, I feel like I'm missing out on Far Cry now. Darksiders 2, missed out. Wow, there's, there's a lot, isn't there, when you think of it like that? Yeah, yeah. What was this? Mm, family Guy. <laughs> the new Family Guy. I guess the only game for me that I regret not playing as of yet is probably Assassin's Creed 3, I suppose. Because uh, I feel like it's good. But I've just got no conviction to do it. I just don't feel like I can be bothered. Started it, didn't you? No, no, not played it at all. I just, I just feel like I just can't be bothered. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not compelled to do it. There's nothing going to me. You've got to play this game. And and Halo Four as well. I feel like I should have played that as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I still haven't finished it, but I've started it. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I spoke about this on the other season or this show. I can't remember the old planet one, but I started Halo 4 and it's really good. I'm impressed with it, but it's just because I play it co-op, really. And oh, I, won't, yeah. I won't not play it without my co-op buddy. So I'm just going to wait until he's back from work. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, um, can't really do anything about that one. Otherwise I would have played it by now. Yeah, I guess you're, you're probably right. Um, and we have had some responses on the Twitters for this uh, question twi- as well. Twitter it. Twitters. Twitter it. Twitter it. Stop. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Uh, Andrew Gold said, uh, Assassin's Creed 3 was about to play it, then Far Cry 3 came along and stole my heart. 
So I like that. At least it's not because he's just enough time. It's just something else when, yes, I'll play that instead. Uh, School Duggaroo said Halo 4 because I'm rocking the cod boat, baby. And also Assassin's Creed 3 being put off by how long it's taking me to regain interest in Brotherhood. Yeah, I'm with him there, uh, you see. That's oh, awesome. Brotherhood. Uh, Phil Lofer, or Lover says, uh, Dragons, Dogma, and Sleeping Dogs. Why? Time. So just another time. Um, Stu Leckie said, All Stars Battle Royale, terrible name and looks boring. Uh, Cod Blops 2, cause I don't like first person shooters, which might explain why he doesn't like Far Cry. <laughs> 3 might, might explain that. I think that, that, uh, that All Stars all, I bet it's not boring though. If I played it, I'll probably enjoy it. I like the demo. I thought the demo was really cool. Mm. I like the demo. Mm. Uh, Halo 4, cause I'm not a Halo guy. Yeah. So lots of reasons why uh, Stu's not played some of those games this year. Uh, and then, then that was it for those. Then we've had some random, more random tweets. Uh, Mark Hamblin said, Hi, have you played the Letters of the Lost Lab in Far Cry 3? Nope. So that's a no to no. I don't know what it is. Uh, SLH said, Hiding away from the Derby at Veteran Gamers UK podcast, fortunately drowning out all the Mancunian blah, 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 blahing football smoke ball. Yes. I guess she doesn't like soccer or football, as we say in the UK. Uh, and she also said, Si, welcome you all to the veteran steamers. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. And that was following your uh, tweet of the Steam console is coming. Uh, Jonathan Wilson said, Chad Warden hates Steam. Shit, I ain't playing no condensation water vapor. I'm trying to play some games. Yeah. <laughs> SLA Steam. said, Steambox ain't got games. Well, that's actually not true. It's got a lot of games. Total. It's got a lot of games. There's a lot of games. Uh, Andrew Gold said, oh yeah, good news to me. Likely won't have Microsoft ripping us off for games anymore. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think next gen they'll sort that shit out because they've got to compete with Steam now. Yeah, School Duggar said, no, the game's master has passed. Top bloke, always great interviews. So, yeah, so a bit of a bit of a uh, one for that one. Uh, and also Antonio said, a massive shout out for Tuscan for always posting and keeping the forums entertaining. Yes, uh, and he also he also had a, an egg timer topics for us. Uh huh. Egg timer um, topics. Cheese. He says, "Could you take us through an average day in your life?" <laughs> so there you go. All right, so. here it is. I wake up at. 5.45 a.m., well, that's when my alarm is set. I usually wake up well before that, and then I sit there in bed going, I wish I could get back to sleep, but I can't. Uh, shower, uh, put coffee and soy creamer and sugar into a travel mug, toast a bagel, slop some cream cheese on it, race out the door so I can eat while I'm driving to school, which is a 20-minute drive. I usually listen to podcasts in the car, and then I get to school around 7 a.m., and uh, I uh, sometimes have meetings, but a lot of times I have to get the boards ready uh, in this classroom. And then, uh, so I have about an hour to do that, and I grade papers or send emails. And then I have my first hour class, which is always half asleep. And nobody wants to say anything, so I'm jumping around trying to be energetic. And they're like, well, who cares? Nobody reads outside of school. And then second hour, I have to run down to the learning center and help people with math and stuff. And then I have to run back up to my classroom. I have the AP English class, which is good, except that nobody wants to talk. So people are thinking and they have good things to say, but they don't ever want to say it. And then uh, we have – I'm supposed to be timing this, aren't I? Eh, whatever. Uh, 
And then I have my American Heritage classes, the literature class in the afternoon, and I eat lunch in the middle of it. I have 20 minutes for lunch, and usually there's something else we got to do during lunch, so i got to be making copies and stuff. And then I have a planning period, and I have my other two literature classes. And then uh, at the end of the day, I sometimes have meetings or clubs. And then on Mondays, for instance, I have to race home after school and then walk the dog real quick. And then I have to... Um, I have to, uh, you know, uh, turn on the light so that it's not completely dark in the house. And I think I'm not being funny. I think you're going into way too much detail now. We don't need to know about turning on lights. Daily life. I got. This is why I'm always late. This is why I show up for the podcast. I need ten minutes. And then when I get done with the podcast, I have to wash the dishes and take out the garbage. And then we have like an hour for playing games sometimes. And then I have uh, the Duchess and I watch Daily Show and Colbert Report, and then we go to bed. Wowzers. Yes. Uh, yeah, Chinny, what about you? I just mostly smoke crack. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> you're, very, you're amazingly high-functioning for... Now, you know you know why that is, don't you? Because he's been watching a show about it, which has influenced him, and now he has yeah, to... Yeah, I, I take a lot of meth. It's true. It's well, true. You see these, these things? Makes, oh, my oh. God. Uh, well, I, I get up at 7 a.m., get my daughter ready for school, get my daughter, although she gets herself ready, then I shout at her when she's not ready on time, so I do that. Then I take her to breakfast club, drop her off, go to work, depending on where I'm working, I could be working over one of three different places, so I'll go to whichever one I'm at. Might change there during the day, listen to podcasts on the way from one to another. Um, yeah, do work, do stuff, come home, this eat Oh, run out of time. Uh... Then when I come home, I might as well finish off. When I come home, I have my tea. Quite often I cook it. I cook tea when I get in. That's what yeah, I do most of are always like every person for themselves. We yeah, eat together on the cooking. weekends. We make time to eat together on the weekends. Yeah, most of the cooking. So I do that. Uh, I might go on to my iPad and I'll go on Google Reader, star any stories that might be worth putting in the show notes. So I do that most nights when I get in. It's always uh, about the if, show, people. This is it. absolutely. If it's if it's a Monday night, then I'll go and check the final show notes ready for the show, so I know what's going on with that. If it's on a Tuesday night, I might start editing the podcast when I come in. While Kate cooks sometimes, because she sometimes makes tea, and I'll edit some of the podcasts at that point in time. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, Millie goes to dancing, which is the night when I do most of the podcast editing because there's only me in the house so i'll go and get that sorted out and done uh which takes a bit of time then thursday night uh k goes to tap dancing lessons um so i again it gives me a little bit of time so i'm doing that huh. and then thursday night i publish the show later on then friday is when i tend to do most of my gaming there you go so it's average um, week in my life i'll give you a, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you an average monday night play games and then forget <sighs> i've got a podcast to do and then <laughs> come back and pretend that I was doing something more important. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, you were good tonight, though. You were more or less when you, you were here when you were supposed to be here. More or yeah. less. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I was good on the tonight. Xbox uh, at 10 o'clock, and then I thought I'd better get off, and then by the time my computer booted up, because I haven't got a fancy one like you. Uh, if you had stews, you'd be ready to go instantly. Uh, so it's about, yeah. it's about five past ten past my time, right? Almost ten past. Yeah. Most mornings, my life consists of sitting in the car, waiting for it to fucking defrost. Son of a bitch. Now, you see, I do that dodgy thing of going out, set the car going, put the see, heating on in the... Well, I can't do that because... I do that in my neighbourhood. So, so, well, like, I've never had any trouble with that, but when I started doing that when I was 18, my dad used to say... Oh, don't fucking do that, you idiot, because they're watching you. 
<laughs> he still okay. says it now, now and again. It's like, it's, it's like do, do you don't don't um, leave your car unattended when um, <laughs> it, when it's in the winter because the criminals they're watching they're watching for people like that. <laughs> My dad's like a big conspiracy theory kind of guy. <laughs> so uh, he's like, yeah, they watch you. They're, they're, they're clever. These criminals they go oh, around winter Major morning. League Baseball, of course. Well, I'll be honest, I keep hoping someone will steal it, but every morning I come out and it's still the... Uh... <laughs> I, I know some people that can do it for you if you want to show yeah. after the show. Jesus. I, 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 um, Chief, oh, you see my car there with a the rubber hippie daisy on it? That's a good parking job, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, bumped in I a, wish someone would do I it. I bumped into an old friend of mine a few weeks back. I hadn't saw him since like school. I was like, hey, you're right, mate. How are you doing? He's like, yeah. Good. We had a long chat. Um... And I said, oh, so what are you doing with yourself? I said, nothing. All right. <laughs> anyway, I said, why? He's like, uh, I've been in jail a couple of times. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. A couple of times. I love how he says it so casually. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. And I, Actually, said, I said, what for? He says, just being an idiot. I was like, fuck, man, I better be in jail now. Ah! Uh, inter- interestingly, right, I've got a little story about that. Oh, yeah. Because, right, I, my dad is adopted. Okay, so he's adopted. So I never sort of knew any of his real side of the family at all. Uh-huh. So I've never really met any of them. Um, but when my dad's real dad died, uh, someone got in contact with him to let him know. Right? Was it a fraud? So, Was he trying to just scam your dad? No, worse than that, right? So it, yeah, it went around. Now this will mean nothing to you, but for anyone living in the UK, it will. So when my dad got the address he had to go to for the funeral. Okay. It it was in Moss Side in Manchester, which is quite possibly the roughest estate in Manchester. It's like where people burn cars and stuff. You know, it's a pretty rough just area. Just for no reason, just, hey, it's just setting enough. on fire. And, and, it, it, and the also, oh my God, I've got a weird echo going on. Weird echo going on. on. Yeah, yeah, that's gone. That's gone. gone. No. Hello. Oh, oh yeah, it's sorted itself out now. Um. Yes, and and weirdly got there, found out he had, I think it was two sisters and three brothers. Okay. Uh huh. And but when he got there, there was only the two sisters and one of the brothers there. So my dad said, "Oh, where where are the other two brothers? I've obviously never met or whatever." And the mum went, "Oh, they're both in prison. One's done armed robbery, oh. and the and the other one killed someone." Yikes! And he's like. Okay then. <laughs> so, so, so I'm guessing my dad was lucky, yeah. lucky to get out. What's for dinner? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Thanks. Thanks. I've got criminals in my family without even realising it, which are my half, my half uncles. You're from up north, then it's just probably like trying to stick down an alleyway. You'll get a criminal. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, anyway, on that note, we need to do some emails. Sorry, drag it out a little longer. I don't have the thing. Right. I know, I'm trying yeah, to email. What? That rule? See, Duke, he's always ready. That's what I like about <laughs> yeah. him. Do you want me to read he's it? The first on... one, Stu? Yes, this one's from Rob McAvoy. Oh, I thought it would be. Yeah, go. <laughs> Hold on. I'll just cut the wire on my fucking chair. Is this all in Comic Sans? <laughs> I know. Comic Sans! It's all in Comic Sans. Brilliant. Um, right. I like you, Rob, because you wrote your email in Comic Sans. Uh, hi. Hi. Firstly, Stu. 
Fuck you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. You more or less no, could say yeah. that. Uh, how dare you not remember my emails? <laughs> I had best do something to make sure you never forget me. Your face. Mm. It is how I uh, envisage my farts would look if they came oh, came yeah, solid and started yeah, talking about cool. video games. Wow. wow. I don't think there's any need for that. Hard. <laughs> it is. Better. Well, well you won't Very forget good. him now, Stu. Yeah. I won't, no. The real reason I email is... Sometimes you got to get to the truth of the matter. Hey, kids, I know. shut up. Right. <laughs> the real reason uh, I mail is because to ask a question thing... Uh, he didn't really read that. Uh, okay. What game have you played that has stood the test of time best? Mist. Yeah, Mist really has. And Oblivion. Oblivion's held its own, I think. I mean, the mods are a big part of that, okay. Yeah. Uh, Monkey Island. Uh, uh, really love that game. It's still as good now. When I played it again, I was like, this game is so good. Another World. I played it again recently. That's sort of alright. Well, oh, we're in love old. with the aesthetic there, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that. Space Invaders. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't think Super some... Mario World. Yeah, but they but to be honest with you, like, Mario games look the same now, pretty much, and play the same as they did back then, except you get save points. They're similar. Fuck you, Stu. Fuck. I'm just saying. Get off my back. Um, just, no, uh, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty much right. Uh, I'm trying to think. Halo 1 still stands up. Zelda games. Yep. Mine's uh, Super. Uh, yep. Solitaire. <laughs> always a good one. Chess. Um, Chess has always uh, stood Legend. Legend Larry. Maybe not. <laughs> right. Anyway, he goes on to put this in context. I recently finished Halo Reach and was going to start Halo 4, uh, but thought to myself, I just didn't remember the story from the other games. So Play I put him again. So I plugged in Halo Combat Evolves into my Xbox and started playing it once again. The game is still very good, even now, even after just playing the fourth installment. This game is 11 years old after being an Xbox launch title. I thought it would not be able to play it, but I was wrong. Oh, shooty hatty shucks. (sighs) I just took a drink. Um, But is 11 years long enough for this to be a true test? I say yes. So back oh, yeah. to the question. What game have you played from, say, 10 plus years ago that would today still be as good as when it was, when it, when it first launched? That's all. Robin. And um, on the DX, DX slide, remember me. I know, I will do. <laughs> on a slightly How different tell that, Robin. Ah. On a slightly different tangent. Oh, and just a reminder: don't forget the uh, additional sound by you. Just to remind you. Oh yeah. Remind Thank you. I got it. Um, <laughs> that aimed at me. No, no, no. That's aimed at that's aimed at you. Um, yeah. Just on the side. What What about PS uh, PS3? But 360 launch games that are still good now. They would go. Yeah, that's. Still I don't good. think there's many launch games for any console that are good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I was thinking. What is any launch games that are still good now? Or early, early, early 360 title. Oblivion was the early one. Yeah, Oblivion was fairly was early. Like, on. That's still a good game. I mean, it doesn't it feel great anymore, but. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what the launch games were. Condemned. Condemned. I'm bringing up a list. Bring it up a list. Checking it twice. 
Amped 3, Call of Duty 2, Condemned... Every- oh, Call of Duty 2, that was... I played that fairly a long time after. <laughs> yeah. That was alright. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I said. FIFA 06, Gun. That was a great game. Need for Speed, yeah, Mouth Wanted. Uh, Need for Speed, Mouth Wanted. Perfect Dark, Zero. Now, the thing about Need for Speed Most Wanted that is still useful is that it's it was never based about the graphics. I mean, the graphics were fine, but it wasn't about the graphics. It was about the gameplay, and the gameplay was really good. Nah, true enough. Tetris, the Grandmaster. Oh, yeah, that was great. Really? Did you really play oh. that, Stu? No, did I? Act? Um, Perfect Dark Zero, uh, King Kong. Oh, thousand points, so if you wanted them. Uh, PGR3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was alright. Rage Racer 6. Uh, Tiger Woods 06, which was the best Tiger Woods. And Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Whatever. Uh, it wasn't a very cameo good Cameo as well. Cameo came out. Oh yeah, Cameo. That was by Rare, wasn't it? Mm. I did buy that. Whatever. So there you go. So there you go. So not really anyone, apart from Condemned, that was good. Let's go like that again. Uh, anyway, next email is from Sean Anderson. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Uh, notes from a target team member. And he says this. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Uh, playing Mario 64 on my Mac for days now. I'm hooked. Yep. I never beat it back in the day, so now I'm having another go. The world's... This is some of a theme going on with these emails, isn't there? Uh, the worlds are so cool, I think the lack of detailed graphics gives them a massive haunting feel, like anything could be around the corner, even though I know there isn't anything. There's something to be said for sparseness in video games. It lets the brain work a little harder and makes the game more immersive. The cave of in Mario 64 is so dark and empty, it freaks me out just a tad. My brain is feeling... In the blanks, and it's kind of... Do, 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 do. i got the hiccups. Oh. I just realised the other day that I'm a tiny part of the gaming industry. At Target, where I work, all employees are expected to be able to work in any department. So, though I've never been trained to work in the electronics, I often find myself explaining the difference between the DS, the 3DS, the Wii, or the Wii U. Now, he could be due to be, like, at all of these stores, couldn't he, to make sure people don't buy stuff by mistake. That's right. Uh, to the middle-aged men and women, I recently convinced a woman to buy the DS port of Mario 64 for her kids. She said they loved the side-scrollers, and I convinced her that they loved Mario in 3D as well. Uh, we once had a Nintendo rep come in and talk about his company. He made a big deal about the brand recognition and how Mario as a character has always got to look just a certain way on everything they print. A Ubisoft vendor was in the other day with a sign for Far Cry 3. She didn't have a sign holder, so I went back to the fixture room and found her one. I felt pretty important. You see, this guy, this, I like this. Good customer service. That's what you Good need. Good guy. He is. Well, he is. We, like him, sure. we, we say like we approve. Yeah. Well, now then, he goes on to say that we use been selling like hotcakes, and we can't keep them hot on the shelves. I helped sell two just the other day, and it seems to me that Nintendo has nothing to worry about. I think I'd buy one for myself have I got the, had I got the disposable income to do so. Can you tell I'm a bit of a Nintendo fanboy? Apparently. Uh, him and Steve Conger should get a room, that's what I say. Yeah. I would uh, really anyway, like the touch screen. <laughs> the other day I heard two middle-aged Hispanic women talking about playing Slenderman. Oh my ah. goodness. Video games are truly becoming a universal art form. Yeah. That would be kind of cool to hear someone that you'd never expect to play a video game talking about it. Anyway, 
Thanks for the last. How does Duke feel about making a music video for his amazing gamer song that he played a while back? I'd love to shoot it and maybe collaborate with Chinny on the editing. Let me know. Does he live near you, Sean Anson? Um, yeah, well, he does. We were supposed to get... I think he's the one we were supposed to get together at one point. But Look, well, he wants to make a film with you. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. We were supposed to do a video. At one point, we were like... We had it down to the which weekend we were going to do it, and then it just didn't happen. And At some point, we will. It'll happen. So anyway, he says, peace. Anyway. I'll, uh... Do you want to do the Richard Primrose? I was just going to say, I'll put that shit together. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. video. Shit. That video, I mean. Shit. Right, Richard Primrose. Go for it. Go, 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 go. It's a quick one. I like it. It's quick. Quick. I like a quick one. Thanks to Sean, by the way. Um, yeah, thank you, sir. Richard Primrose, uh, I have no opinion on re- any reviewing score systems, and I have never been on a Metric- uh, Metacritic website ever. Does this make me a bad podcaster? Nah, it doesn't. Yes. Uh, needless to say, it wasn't me going back and forth on Twitter. Although, if you fancy a playground fight over Elite, I'm up for it. Don't you star on Elite, man. Rich, P.S. Stew. Oh, stop doing things. <laughs> what? He doesn't say that, you liar. Um, and by the way, that was related to the OC podcast tweets regarding scoring in-game. So that must have been Greg, I'm guessing, then, in that case. Probably, it must have been great. Um, so, uh, the next emailer needs no introduction, but we've got a new one for him this week. So, the next emailer is... Oh, right, that guy. Oh, for God's sake, I even gave you a reminder. Yeah, five minutes ago. Oh, I think that girl said it wrong. It's supposed to be... Yeah, God, how can you not even know what your your own dad's name is? It's actually yeah. Jason. Play that again. Just just play it again. Okay, babe, tell me what daddy's name is. Jason Gallagher. That's horrible hey, that your daughter, she have a speech impediment or something? You know how to say <laughs> your name? It sounds like she say Jason's got a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. Jason. Ollie, here. Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> I mean, your kids make it funny, man. That's not nice. I, wow. I wouldn't take that from my daughter if I were you. Although, I have to say, joking aside, she sounds very cute. She does sound very cute. She does sound She'd very sound cute. She'd even cuter if she went, Jason! Yeah, she would. She needs to learn how to say his name. Her name properly. Jason O. It's got a hair as well, I'm assuming. I know, yeah, but I guess it, <laughs> I guess it will be. But her first name won't be Jason, I don't think. Will it not? <laughs> No, it could be Lucy. What about Lucy? I don't know what her name is. Mr. Koala. He goes to the doctors or whatever. Can Mr. come to the waiting room, please? No, when he gets elected to Congress. The right honorable representative. You know what would be cool, though, about that? If that happened, right, and then he looked around the waiting room and then went and pointed himself. Me? What do you mean, me? <laughs> no, the like others. Are, my name is also. <laughs> exactly. There are two of us. Don't you hate it when you bump into someone with the same last name? Yeah. But my name is a. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. Anyway, he says this. He says this. He says this. Don't lie. Only one. Is it is entitled, and he's quite possibly the shortest email he has it ever. Sent us. He says this. about poop in it. There's a question I'd like to ask his daughter. Okay, here we go. You listening? I guess. Big Daddy Splash. Diva, Duke, Oprah, 
Commander Shepard, Kratos and Lara Croft, Clementine and Lee. Uh, you are at the outdoor Bright Eyes concert and these guys are in line for the bathroom ahead of you. Which one will let you cut in? They all have to go really, really bad and it's a unisex uh, porter potty. Ooh. Sent from the show. Damn, I should have ate those. Shouldn't have ate those tacos. So, mm. who would let you cut in? Would it be Big Daddy Splash, Diva, Duke, Oprah, Commander Shepard, Kratos, Lara Croft, Clementine, or Lee? Who would let you do the, I'm you know, I'm pretty cut. willing to let people cut in front of me in line. I like to think I'm a laid back guy, but when it comes to the bathroom, nope. So, nope, so that wouldn't be. What about the video game characters then? Which one do you think would step aside and go, yeah, go on, you can go before me? Well, sorry, which one are the video game characters? Uh, we've got Commander Shepard, Kratos, Lara Croft, Clementine, and Lee. Lee would, because I would, not, I would make him do it, because I'm controlling him. <laughs> yeah, Commander Shepard uh, is uh, one of those if-then, because it depends on how you're playing her. If it's a Paragon Shep, yeah. Just kill you rather than the let you break. <laughs> Throw you through the yeah. window. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Kratos, he'd just kill you, wouldn't he? Just, I'm surprised yeah. he's waiting in the queue. It doesn't really seem like something he'd do. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Through the window. I really the, a piss. You're right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I think Lee would do because he was always trying to be diplomatic and do the right thing in the game. So I think that's what he'll do. Or at least my Lee was. <laughs> at least my Lee was. Uh, okay, Andrew Gould. Uh, there's two of these. You want to do one, and I do the other. Sure. Have you seen these? Yep. Are these? Yep. Yep. Go for it then. Bob the businessman. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Um, this is from Andrew Gold, uh, and he says, Bob the Businessman, I hope Bob the Businessman makes another appearance soon. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe he will, who knows. Who's Bob who the knows? Businessman again? Uh, <laughs> well, Duke, Duke went missing and Bob the Businessman took his ah. place. Just, just one of my dogs, hang on a second, I'll be right back. Alright, I'll see you later, mate. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, you never hey, know, might make- what's going on, fellas? How you doing? <laughs> Bob! <laughs> yeah. oh Listen, is this the THQ bundle pack, humble jumble? That's some bullshit, let me tell you what. <laughs> Look, we did that last week. Yeah, uh, what do you want to talk about this week? What do you think what of the Wii U launch? It's a bunch of crap. What the hell are they thinking? <laughs> People going in, they don't know if it's if it's the thing with the stuff or the stuff with the thing. Just ah. They gotta be out of their minds over at Nintendo Land. Well, can I ask you? Do you I think, Mario, I got a big nose. Do you think when they were discussing the Wii U, somebody in the office just went, "Do you know what we should do? A giant DS." No, they were saying, "Ooh, tablets! Everyone likes them tablet things. Let's do one of them." And they did, and it's selling, but I don't think it's going to sell much. But really, it, it is giant DS, isn't it? It's a DS. I ain't a played it. I don't know. I think it yeah, looks, looks stupid is all. You know what video games are, Bob? Uh, yeah, the things you, you play with the thing. It's great. What do you, what do you think, what do you think of the Steam box and the Steam, Steam console? box? That's stupid. It's selling all them cheap games. It's ridiculous. Games are supposed to be $60 every time. What the <laughs> hell is this? $7, $2. Uh, Gabe's got some knife. Let me just tell you that. Gabe's got some knife. He's trying to put hardworking guys like me out of business. And how do you profit from $60? Because the games. Every, let me give you a for instance here. Call of Duties, right? Every year they come up with a new Call of Duties and everybody goes run up. Kids are sleeping out all night. I gotta get the new Call of Duties, ma! And they go and they 
pay $60 despite the fact the next day they could get it for $5 less at GameStop. I got to have it on day one so I can play Nuketown all day. <laughs> Ridiculous. And, they, and we are laughing all the way to the bank. So thank you, suckers, for buying it every every year. Soon we'll be putting it out every twice a year. Who do you work for, Bob? Every company. I make a little... <laughs> I'm a marketing consultant, what they call me. <laughs> marketing consultant. That's me. I, I take a little something from this company, a little something from that company. Steam won't employ me. They don't need no help with my marketing. They say their marketing consists of two things. One, whatever they... Making good games, whatever the hell that is. And then two, <laughs> sales. Just all the time sales. And then hats. What the hell? Hats. That sells you things. Whatever. Fucking genius. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think you should take some for your anger management. I don't though. need nothing for that. Anyway. I got to go. I mean, and this is making me... I just, you know what? I'm out of here. So long, suck. Go. Bye. Hello? Hello? God, wow. I don't know. Have you an angry guy who just come running out of my house? God. Was he using my headset? Yeah. I don't know. That's annoying. He was at- hey, he's gone. Thank God. Don't let him talk on the podcast. Did you record? Are you going to you know, put it on the podcast? I hope not. Bet not. I don't want people thinking I'm letting crazy people use my headset. And and he was crazy. He is. You can tell yeah. by the way he talks. Anyway, we have got another email from Andrew Gould. Uh, and he says, Breaking Bad. Season 1 to 5 is absolute quality all the way. You have nothing to worry about. Simple. Right. Come on. I've just started season 4 now. Well, I'm just about to start season 2. Well, so on season one, season 1 any day now. Uh, season one's only like six episodes long, isn't it? Seven, uh, seven it was. Not very much. Good. The reason why good. I stopped that is because the writer's strike, I think. Yeah, I love the end. I loved actually the last episode. Uh, it was, it wasn't that climatic, but it was kind of cool. Trying to think. The, the end of the final. It was a bit of a reality check at the end. It was good. Careful. It was good. Can't yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I will discuss later. Uh, um, Christopher Matthew next for you. Yeah. Season three is good. Just let you know. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Um, good, good. Right, yeah. Christopher Matthew, his subject says, Greetings. Hello. Hello, good evening. Uh, yep. Hello, VG. I say, it is rather difficult to keep up with you lot as of late. How very uncivilised of you to break from your routine. Change the recording schedules. Bah. Whoever heard of such a thing? <clears throat> Yeah, we were crazy with it. What happened? I blacked out. So I saw your recent posting that a Steam console is in the off uh is in the offing. It's going to uh, happen. This is very interesting, yet it seems foolish to me. Valve have a very profitable business model wherein uh they have a very fan fancy and specialized web browser that allows people to buy things from other people and Valve get some money from the transaction. Low risk, high rewards. And they have somehow convinced the country that hates corporate devils that they're not corporate devils. Getting into hardware development and the associates R&D costs, the associated R&D costs and inevitable warranty issues seem unjustified to me. I suppose time will tell. And yeah, but but to be fair, right? If they're basing this on a PC framework, that it's not like they're building a console, is it? They're not building yeah. a console. They're, they're going to build a stripped-down PC. They're no presume. more building a console than you've built a console, Stu. No, they're doing the same as I'm doing, but they'll have a specific 
requested uh, or requirement so what we should for that. say is not that you're building a console, but that you've steamed a console. Bang. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I suppose time will go. tell, and there's another reason they are making loads of money developing and selling games. They probably really know something I don't. Uh, I have found the change in Snatch. Bobby, I probably know a lot that you don't. I found the change in rhetoric in regards to PC gaming very interesting. Not long ago, uh, the conscious in video um, game forums, at least the ones I frequent, was that PC gaming was dead or dying. Now it would seem that it's making a resurgence. I suppose that is a natural cycle. Every time a new round of consoles spring up, with fancy new hardware and a bevy of exclusive titles, people will declare the death of PC gaming. But exclusivity seems to be a no- negotiable, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, negotiable, and hardware uh, only stays new and fresh for a short while. Thus, PCs will always have their place. Similarly, I think that there are enough people who don't want to be bothered with driver conflicts and hardware upgrades to keep the console makers in business as well. Ah, well, I have rambled on enough. If you haven't, you should play XCOM Enemy Unknown on classic Iron Man difficulty. The tension is more evident um, when you can't look back. Cheers, gents, and have a good mosh pitting. See you. Um, I sort of agree with him, but I think as well, in the last sort of couple of years, PC gaming has become slightly more accessible because of Steam, because I think Steam makes it easy to play games. Definitely. You know, you're no longer having to stick a disc in, install the game, wonder if it's going to work. I mean, Steam sorts all of, you know, all of that stuff out for you. If there's an update, it automatically does it. Mm. You know, and I think I think things have changed quite a lot. And I think also, you know, the entry point is a lot lower now for, for PC gaming than it used to be. Because at one time, if you wanted to really PC game, you were talking, you know, in the realms of over a £1,000 for a decent gaming PC. Whereas now, for 500 quid, you could get a pretty, you know, top-of-the-range gaming PC that'll, you know, play a lot of really decent games. And, and also still be used as your family PC. You know, it's not. It wouldn't just be for gaming. You'd do all your normal other stuff as well for around that sort of price range. So I, th- I just think it's become more accessible, and I think as well the type of games on PC have changed a lot as well. You know, there's a lot m- more smaller, interesting titles on PC than you get on the console. Oh yeah, I think that's a big part of it too. Is that it's not. You know, once upon a time it was your only real gaming option was AAA titles. You know what I mean? And now you've got so much variety. Yeah, no, I agree, and I and I think that's where the PC's come into its own a little bit. I think the landscape has changed slightly on PC, and there's still all those AAA titles there, but there's also a lot of other cool stuff to play. You know, so there's loads of way more variety than you get on your average console, and I think that's where it comes into its own, and and also for not a lot of money. Yeah, you know, sort of small, sort of. I mean, almost. I I don't want to oversell this. You know, there's a way in which we are going to have to keep upgrading and stuff. Well, true. It, you know, it's definitely gotten better. That's the yeah. I mean, even now, I've got just built this PC, but I know I need a new graphics card because this one isn't really. If I'm going to play anything, you know, that's really demanding, it's not going to work it. Right. You know, so I, so if I am going to really get into this, I'm going to do that. But once I've done that, you know, I'll probably be all right for a good few years. Yeah. You know. So there you go. Uh, final email tonight is from Martin Lightman. I like that. It's a good name. I like I like Lightman. Light man. Yeah. I like light man. Hello. Uh, he says, light man. Uh, Fort Stu would appreciate this toilet humour. 
Uh, and basically, he sent me a picture. He said, they found this hunting sharks in Far Cry 3, lol. It was just off the coast in the middle of nowhere. Love the story time, Stu. Don't listen to those two. Uh, from Martin, Gamertag, Mr. Grill. Mr. Grill, which is Mr. G-R-Y-L-E. If you, anyone wants to send him a friend request. There you go. Boom. Get you some friends. If you haven't got any. More but friends. I guess he's got send him a friend request. We don't request. know. He's maybe a nice person. So, more friends for I you. I doubt it. Uh, basically, but the picture is under the sea... And it's a toilet in the middle of the ocean floor. Right? Under the sea. With with a man sat bent in it like he's being sick. Yeah. Under the but sea. But just, just on the floor of the sea. So it's cool. I like that. That's a, I like cool little Easter eggs like that. It's very clever. I like it. So there you go. Uh, and that's it for emails this week. So all that there's really left to do is some shout-outs and get the hell out of here oh. at a reasonable time for once. Not bad. Yeah, a reasonable time. Not bad. Not bad. So, Chinny, over to you. Uh, again, I'll share it. Guess the game. Void Games. Check out their game on the App Store if you've got yeah. an up-to-date check, check, check it out. ID device. Unlike Duke. Unlike Duke. Duke. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that would help them out a lot. And <laughs> shout out. Duke, do you know what you should do? You should buy a new iPod Touch just so you can play this game. Ah, uh, that's not going to happen. For free. But the game's free. I know the game's free. So you don't have to pay the game. It's not a free shop, is it? So piss off. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I'll also share out um, Master Chief Ling. Um, this is a, a guy that I played on Halo Wars. And the, the thing is, when you play people online on Halo Wars, you, you get the odd prick. Um, but most of the time, this doesn't happen anymore with console games anyway. You get a message after the game saying, good game. Or, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Um, and Master Chiefling sent me uh, a GG message. And I said, cheers, GG to you too. And he said, I think I might be a, you might be a bit better than me, because I beat him. Um, and then I said, uh, keep at it, you know, you'll, you'll get better. And then he said, the sad part is, I've been playing it since it came out. So, right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not got much better, but I don't know, I don't know how old he is. But anyway, uh, so I'll give him a shout out, Master Chiefling. Stick with it. I'll uh, I'll I'll see if he gets any better. But there you go. That's me done. Excellent. Uh, well, for me, I've got two uh, shout-outs. One's to Ralph Finch, uh, who put the seed there for me to build my own PC in the beginning uh, and sent me all the links to the stuff on eBay. Now, I didn't buy all of the things because I did buy some better versions of what he'd sent me. I got a better motherboard and obviously got a solid-state hard drive and a few other bits and bobs. But the case is the same and the fan parts the same and... Uh, some of the other bits are the same. So thank you very much for putting the seed there. Big massive shout out to Glenn, who doesn't listen to the show, but I'm going to shout him out anyway for helping me to put it together. Uh, or, or literally putting it together. Uh, or actually, he just did it. So so thank you for that. Uh, really appreciate all the help that he gave me with that. Uh, usual shout out to everybody who emails the show, who leaves us iTunes reviews, because we've got one of those, which Chinny's going to read out. Yep, um, so all that kind of stuff, and everybody who just partakes in the community and supports us, and it's good fun. So, and, and Void Games, uh, a shout out to them for getting on the, you know, foot on the ladder of the gaming industry. So, uh, yeah, well done to them. Mm. And over to you, Mr. Duke. I want to shout out Treyarch for not putting, uh, we should have a visual indication that an enemy has a UAV up. Because if you have to play it without a lot of sound on, you can't tell when the enemy has a UAV. Anyway, that's not to do with shout-outs. Uh, I will shout-out... We have a new member! Yay! Hey! Uh, Pro Evo Sock Champio! So... I wonder what game he likes. FIFA. 
<laughs> Bossy <laughs> gave <laughs> some <laughs> advice <laughs> on Black Ops 2. That was appreciated. Thank you, Bossy. Uh, not so much advice, but just you're going to have three bars. Deal with it, Duke. Um, next Sunday, the play date is uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Now, should we play it on Xbox 360 or should we play it on Steam? I'm open wow. either. Now, you see... Ooh. I, you see, I can definitely run that because, the, the, you know, my computer, you know, will run Valve games. They pretty much run on anything. Yeah. So I haven't bought it for this Steam. How much is it on Steam now? Uh-huh. How much is that? A couple of bucks. Uh-huh. A couple of bucks. Yeah. If it's cheap enough, I'll buy it, and I think we should do it on Steam. All right, let's do it on Steam. We'll have a Steam. Oh, no, no, what about... Ooh, oh, I've got another idea. Although, no, that might be a bit scary. I was going to say, what about Team Fortress 2 on Steam? Because that's free, so anyone can download that. Who's got we'll it. do that next time. This week, okay. we'll do Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Okay. I might, I might buy it, because I didn't buy it on the free seat, so I may buy it then. I might just do that. It's probably okay. pretty cheap. All right, then. All right, I'll just do it. I'm just going to do all it. Right, all right, just do it. And thanks, everybody, who played Black Ops 2 with us. And everybody I've been playing with online, Rai Rai Williams and Influenza, and Bongo the Same, and everybody else. Thank you. Good playing with you. And Step J and Fuchi Musco, we've been playing a lot too. Excellent. Yep. So there you go. Thank you. There you go. Uh, Jude, do you want to? Uh, did you check the iTunes? I in did. America? There's nothing. None. All right. Over October. To you, Come on, people. Yeah, for the UK one, go. Yes, sir. We got an iTunes. Wait, we got to play the jingle. Oh, sorry. Yo, 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 yo. You want them iTunes reviews? Okay. You ready now? We're ready, ready. now. Jesus. I'm ready now. Uh, Going on to review uh, from Chris Carter. Uh, and the title of the review is Starting to Become an Addiction. Starting to Become an Addiction. Brilliant. Um, I started listening to the VG about three slash four months ago, which is it, Chris? Um, I listen every week now. The guys make you laugh, and it's just a superb podcast. A must for every gamer who listens to podcasts. Keep it up, Stu, Duke, and Chinny. You hear that? You must no. listen to our show. Five stars. But, but just a minute. The people who are listening are already listening. Yeah. Well, listen more. Listen harder. <laughs> listen with more of your attention and your might. Download it on at least four devices. Yeah, that would help if you downloaded it twice. If you really cared, you download it twice. There you, go. you know there the you go. Uh, play date on Sunday. What time is it? What, what time is it on on Sunday? The, the... Yeah, are we still doing the six o'clock thing. Yeah. Man? Okay then. There you go, six o'clock. Put it on the Facebook, man. You didn't do that last week. Stick it on there. Do, now. It, now. do it now. Do it right now. Uh, I have I have got one final uh, thing to add from SLH, who put a comment on last week's show. Oh yeah, okay. and she says this. You know I said on Twitter the other week that I regularly have the podcast in the bath with me? Not now. Yeah. Never again are you going near my bathroom, even if Duke does bring his own loofah. Uh, no, Bill O'Reilly will bring his own loofah. Yeah, so that, I'm assuming, is a reference. And also, just to, just to clarify, you know, we're, we made an assumption the stuff that was being rubbed in Jason Golliher's childhood, and I'll say his name correctly at this point, I was was something that had come from somewhere where you don't really want to be rubbing stuff from. Okay. Uh, oh, expecting to get poop in the bath. Well, oh, I was it... expecting to get a correction going, no, 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 it wasn't that it was this or whatever. Yeah, there was no correction. It was daughters. True. Yeah, it's all I can say. 
Yeah. And on that note, we do need to get the hell out of here, so I'm going to go bye-bye. Thanks See you later. Everybody. Adieu. Bye-bye. Did you just Frankie call Duke a Jew? Did you just call Duke a Jew? No, I didn't call him a Jew. Oh, he's a Jew. It. It means goodbye. <laughs> it means goodbye. There's nothing oh. wrong with it. He is a Jew. Look, he's, 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 oh, he's another word for goodbye. Yeah, but he's a Jew, so... <laughs> he is a Jew. Oh, it's down, all right. A, a Jew to a Jew. <laughs> Why don't you... <laughs> Just run all the banks and control the media. You're way funnier than other people. <laughs> I'm glad for all your anti-Semitism needs. (laughs) A Jew doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, you know what's funny? This is a connection to Oblivion. Uh, Because one of the first missions you have to do in the story is you you fight the Battle of Kavach, right? You remember that, Stu? I, I must there's do. a city called Kavach, and then there's this big battle that you have there at the beginning of the game. So anyway, the, a word that I grew up hearing from Yiddish from my mother was Kavach, which means to complain or whinge, as you all might say. So every time I hear the name of the city Kavach in that game, I think of people complaining like, Oh, I city burnt down. What the? Oh, I Kavach. What is it? All the burning and the destruction. Do you know what? There's one thing to say about that, dude. Yeah. You never complain about anything. I know. I'm the generation among Jews. Terrible. I mean, God. Definitely learn the masterful art of Jewish complaining. Well, I'm sure you have. What what do you like when you actually go to a shop and complain? I bet you really I don't ever go to shops to complain because I don't go to shops in the first place. I buy all my clothing secondhand, all my, you know... Yeah, but you go to a shop for that. You don't. Just, well, you just find it on the street. No, but but if you buy something secondhand, you don't get to complain. What are you going to complain about? This thing is had a hole in it. The one, hey, the one had it before me. What's going on with this thing? Yeah. No, nope, I don't. Christ. I don't generally complain. You see, my bro- my brother. I complain to people about like life. Kids, you need to read more books and stuff. What's wrong with you? Do you know? I said that very thing to Millie the other day. Uh huh. I did because you're right, buying her a 3DS and an iPod and everything. I know. Do you know all she does? I walk in at the night, and you know when I come home from work, and it's the same. This part of what happens in a day, average day. But yeah, every night I come come home from work, and she start playing Temple Run. That's all she plays. Oh, there you go. All, all the time. Get when you have a small child, getting everything that they want all the while. I don't remember how it goes, but that's yeah. one of the songs that the Oompa Loompas sing. Well, I said to Kay, I said, you need to get, start listening to her read every night. You know, when you get home from, tech, bring her home from school, she should read a few pages of a book or something. Because she's not reading it. She used to read loads. Kids uh, only read yeah. less as they grow up. I know. I used to read to her every night, you know, before she could read for herself. And now she just doesn't. And then she used to, she had a, a phase where she read loads of books. And now recently she's just not reading at all. So yeah, need to get her back on the Oh, kids. If you're a kid listening to this, shut it off and go read a book. Yeah, go read something. If you're anyway. Adult, stop listening to this and play a game. Yeah, yeah exactly. So talking of stopping listening, I think people should stop listening. No. <laughs>